Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beep Bop Doop Bop Doop Bop Bop the Bonsai Popcast. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler. And we are once again live on Twitch, but you're probably listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, where you should give us five stars because we, I don't know, we deserve it, I think. I think by we now deserve we deserve it. it. I think what by now. I deserve a star or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you, gotta get, you gotta get the stars. Tyler, you're a star. You're We're a star, star, Mike. We're both nah. stars. <laughs> but you can become a star. JM said, you're my star, Tyler. Thanks, JM. That's right. I always knew I always knew there was a reason that JM stuck around as much as he did. It's because he loves you. Yeah, that's, in a, in that's a, why. In a sexual way. Um, so we are joined by Bronte, Ghost Saibu, Jay, Leto Lover, Morbius, Viewer69, Lord Icarus Lotus. Thanks, guys, for being... Hi to your patrons, you're the best. And of course, we got the homies in the chat, keeping it real, kicking it live. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been two weeks, or it's, yeah, it's been two weeks since our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because we've been like really busy with videos and getting ready for Patreon month, and it's Patreon month right now. So that means that uh, we don't make any videos, but we spend the time hanging out with the patrons. I've been in the chat literally since I woke up this morning. Just hanging out with uh, some good peeps, Jordan and Wiley and uh, Bronte, obviously, and some new some new people too. We got a bunch of people, uh, like new people in the Patreon, which is really cool. Um, this is like the big time of year for you know starting it off right, like making sure we're in a good spot with money and everything like that to make sure we can get through the year because uh, we don't know we don't know what twenty twenty three is going to be like. There's definitely a lot of a lot of questionable things happening with YouTube. Uh, we don't monetize this podcast. So, you know, this is just something we do for fun for you guys. Um, yeah, it's the only time Mike and I speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been, I've been like, I've been t- like, my sleep schedule is all fucked up again. Your sleep so. schedule is fucked up, dude. Not that mine's mm. like good, but yours is atrocious. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's been a couple weeks, but that's given me a lot of time to watch a bunch of shitty anime. Oh, uh, yeah and and other things uh so i guess first first thing of business is what we always do check fucking what's uh what's trending on twitter at this exact moment oh boy martin luther king day um ooh, gop groomers is trending (laughs) tyler did you know that when um the republican national convention right (laughs) did you know that when the uh like republican republican national convention stuff like that comes around that um like male escorts and male prostitution goes through the fucking roof like there is like actual data i'm not like just making jokes that doesn't like surprise me yeah like all like all the all the fucking call boys and everything like that like yeah. they make so much money and guess where guess where the uh the gnc happens or the rnc sorry i would assume texas but i don't know no it happens at the gaylord oh really of yeah, course yeah, it does. yeah 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 hey, it's a great so, hotel 
It is an amazing hotel. <laughs> like, uh, I will, it's it's a I'll really good hotel. I can't fault them for that. That's very fucking funny, though. Yeah, I, I do have some some fun things. I have a game for us to play today, Mike. A game for you. I've, to play I've for made us a game play? for you to play. For for me to play for is you specifically. Smash, is it Smash or Pass on the M and M's? It's not. It's conservative or troll. <laughs> okay. Oh, that'll be funny. Well, I have a story for you today that's going to uh fucking wreck you, so that'll be fun. Oh boy. I've got a uh I, I have some images that I have to crop so that you can't see the name of the person who sent them, but I have like three tweets from the same Twitter account that mm-hmm. I want you to read and then guess whether it's a conservative or a troll. <laughs> okay. Did you see did you see Tucker Carlson getting really mad about woke M Ms again? Oh he oh, God. Yeah, they made that, a new purple M&M. They made a new, like, thick M&M. That's he so got really mad. Funny. He got really mad about it. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. So apparently, like, the green M&M and the brown M&M are, like, in a gay relationship or something like that. And then they made, like, a, they made a plus-size purple M&M. And it's just another peanut M&M. And he's, like, mad, <laughs> and he's, like, calling it a fat M&M. <laughs> is the woke the woke brain disease or whatever like it's so fucking dumb and like the other thing too is that like republicans and the QAnon fucks and like all those guys like they literally when they talk about the red pill they talk about like waking up to reality yet they hate the term woke so fucking much like uh who was it um i mean like we we know this is all bullshit anyway but yeah yeah (laughs) one of our one of our buddies or one of my buddies that i met at uh too many games uh he does like a lot of sonic content he tweeted the other day and he was like why like why did why are people like taking the matrix and like making it about like hating women (laughs) you know like with like taking the red pill and i was like bro i cannot answer this question in a single tweet but yeah i saw this i saw you say this yeah i was like i was like dude the red pill is just like it's just a almost like a metaphor it's like swallowing the first piece of bullshit that like lets you basically intake more bullshit and more bullshit. It's the first thing that like opens your mind to the first conspiracy that you truly believe until your entire world is like, it's fuck. They believe that everything is fake is real and everything that's real is fake. Mm-hmm, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fucking nightmare that they've literally LARPed themselves into, you know, it's what, what an we, impressive amount of bullshit. Yeah. They've shifted themselves permanently. They really um, have. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't know how you do that, but you know, so, it's, so, you really got to just stray a re- stray away from reality to try to get while trying to get back to reality. <laughs> yeah, this is what I this is what this is what I love and hate about Twitter. Like, uh, GOP groomers is trending. Mm-hmm. Mario and Luigi is trending. Rick and Morty is trending. Boston Common is trending, and underwear is trending. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and yes, they are talking about schlap. So, like, if you guys haven't heard, uh, there's this fucking guy. Matt Schlapp. Schlapp? Um, yeah, horrible he, fucking name. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's probably German, and it's probably like in German, it's probably Schlapp, sure. but still not a good name. Doesn't make um, it good. Yeah. Yeah, he sexually assaulted one of his um, one of his like campaign people. Uh, got him drunk at a couple bars started driving him around and then while uh while he was driving he was uh like grabbing his crotch and shit like that mm-hmm. and um 
the guy like came forward and he was like yo this dude like fucking did this to me and it was like really fucked up and like this is a guy you know who is working for uh the, the you know the republican party like this guy who got groped like this is a dude who's probably like super into trump you know what i mean sure, like yeah he doesn't want to make the republican party look bad uh and like matt schlapp is like head of the national convention i believe something like that like it's uh-huh. it's it's really bad like but yeah so i don't know man it's it's really hard what the fuck this is a I, I don't know what this image is but i'm just gonna post it here in the chat because it's pretty great <laughs> it's just been uh. it's just been a nightmare for the republicans lately they've been they've been really fucking up left and right and uh it's it's just been fantastic um i want to see what's going on in the boston common because that's never that's never good um oh okay mlk uh want to show a few images of breathtaking 20 foot tall monument that was unveiled on friday in the boston common uh the nation's oldest public park it honors the legacy of dr martin luther king uh, jr and coretta scott king actually this is really nice so here i'll post these so this is the statue that was revealed on friday and this is this is where it came from so it's it's him like hugging her oh so yeah that's really yeah that's really sweet also happy martin luther king day everybody it does Um, sort of look like something that would be in a dark souls game yeah yeah Uh. it does look like it does look mildly (laughs) monstrous um but i'm sure if you could see the whole thing you know it's it's it's, uh better than that um but yeah so so tyler you've had some shit going on you want to what did you it's been a time let me tell you uh i uh what was it two weeks ago i guess while we were working on the uh the uh cowboy bebop video which uh uh, i'm really happy with how that came out i think we did a really good job with it uh yeah but during the middle of that week i got a call from somebody that i had not talked to in uh let's say 10 plus years i don't think i've talked to them since 2011 that's never good that's either like that's either always a booty call or somebody died well (laughs) always it's either one of those two it could have been both in this case actually (laughs) uh this was somebody that i hooked up with back in high school um Mm. but they messaged me and they were like by the way i don't know if you've seen this but i thought you should know and it was a message about a friend of mine passing away uh and their family posting about it on instagram and yeah. this was somebody that uh, I had known very well, like had come back into my life recently in a good way. Like my roommate Grant had dated them for a little bit and like she had She's, been around recently. She had been on like our Patreon podcast. Yeah, she was on the Patreon pop uh, podcast. She was the uh, or the the podcast premium, if you will. She was uh, she was our our professional lesbian uh yeah. for one episode yeah like yeah. she gave us a lot of good information she seems really cool she seems she like was, a super nice she's, super she's nice a very cool person uh you know super down to earth very uh just interesting and unique and and a very very cool person and it was uh really fucking shocking to find out that she died and then it was more shocking when they when like her family would not reveal any of the specifics Oh, Which is that is what never... I told you, dude? I told you, man. They, they are fucking. It's never it's always a good like sign. that, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like for, from what I've been able to gather, it's one of two things, and I don't know which. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but it's probably either suicide or an OD. Yeah, I mean, Devin and I, like, Devin and I tracked her down, pretty much. Like, we, like, found everything about her online, and mm. yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely one of those, but more likely, like, she had written some stuff mm -hmm. that she had put out there on the internet that was kind of telling about, like, you know, what, what had happened and stuff like that. But she had a huge online, like, profile, dude. Like, yeah. she's, like, she was big, man. Like, she, she had her own thing going on. Yeah, well, she, um, you know, she was modeling for a good long while because she was very pretty. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so she, she had, like, looking too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. very unique looking, very alt looking. So she she had a good modeling gig going on and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it was really depressing to find out and shocking. And like, her family is still not shown or talked about anymore, other than her birth mom. Not her. Uh, I haven't seen anything from her like uh, foster family that adopted her, but her mm -hmm. birth mom has uh, told people to basically stop fucking harassing her. Uh, yeah. about what happened. So it's not, it's not a great sign. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's also, you know, if she left that mom, it's probably like, you know, probably not the greatest mom. I would imagine well, she, she was adopted from like at birth. I'm pretty sure. Like I, I think oh. her mom was super young. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but it was like an open uh, or actually, I don't think it was an open adoption, but I think she found who her mom was later on. Like, you know, you can like request for the documents to be open and stuff like that. Right. Uh, Anyway, really fucking sad story, um, and upsetting, and, like, we still have a lot of her stuff here. <laughs> she, yeah, like, that's always weird. She, like, left a bunch of her stuff here, and, like, she hadn't been living in Portland. She'd been living in Eugene for a while, so, like, we were just holding on to it. So, like, we have rings of hers and, like, beanies and clothes and stuff, which I don't know what to do with now. Uh... I mean, I would keep the, I would keep like the rings and the beanies and stuff like that. Clothes, like that's, that's a little weird. You know what I mean? To have the clothes yeah. lying around, but like, it's nice to have some, like, at least you have something, you know? Yeah. I, like, I think for sure. We're at least going to keep the ring and I don't know, do something with it. I'm not sure what, yeah. um, but yeah, it's really upsetting and, uh, it's been, it's been a little shitty thinking about that. That's my first friend. That's like really been like somewhat close to me that I've, I've been much closer to recently literally a year younger than me to the day uh so i think it's the first person i know who's younger than me who has died yeah yeah and it's always it's always rough man like it especially like i mean what it what it comes down to is like the world is like a really like harsh place and you know sometimes sometimes you lose hope and stuff like that but yeah. you know there's always there's always something to look forward to you know what I mean? Like, even if it's yeah, something totally as stupid agree. as, like, the next Star Wars movie or the next big video game release or or something like that. The problem the problem is, Dude, is that, like... The, the amount of times I've gotten through a day just by saying, for dinner tonight, I'm getting fucking tacos. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the real problem with something like suicide is, like, it happens like that. Right. Like people yeah. who, who, who actually go through with suicide, it's generally not a planned thing. Like anyone who plans it out, they usually fail. Um, it's, it's when people snap and, you know, this is just like, or, or, or things in one day, just like compound and compound and compound. And then, you know, a really terrible thing happens and another really terrible thing happens. Like 
people people can just snap especially when you have like prior mental health conditions and stuff like that which she obviously did have yeah she definitely you did. know she was she was struggling with a lot of things um you know and it, and it's it sucks uh but if you do have like any kind of suicidal ideations or anything like that definitely reach out to somebody like there there are free services that you can reach out to there are like hospitals that you can check in and, and let's be real you don't have to pay your hospital bills you're fine you know like like you gotta go to the hospital for some i i didn't pay when i got fucking thrown into the loony bin i i tried to kill myself once i don't really know why um or or how it happened um a lot of a lot of people think that my ex uh dosed me with something and it just like you know my brain's all fucked up anyway so it just like put me over the edge um Thankfully, I took a whole box of Claritin D, uh, <laughs> which you can't die from taking too much Claritin D. Uh, that, that is you good. just you just and I didn't know that, you know, <laughs> so they don't put that what, on the box. <laughs> yeah. What happens is, is basically like Claritin D is like Benadryl, mm-hmm. which you also can't like really over like you can't die from. So I basically went on like the hardest Benadryl trip. <laughs> that, like, and, and like when I was in the hospital um, like I thought I was on an airplane and like that's how bad it was like I was in a hospital bed and I thought I was on a fucking airplane and I thought I was smoking a cigarette and I kept dropping it and mm. I kept getting out of the hospital bed which I thought was my airplane seat to find my cigarette because I was scared that the plane was going to light on fire. And I guess I was pissing off the orderly because they kept fucking picking me up and slamming me back down on the bed until they eventually just strapped me into the fucking bed. Um, and then the next day they carted me off to Greenfield and locked me in a hospital for a week. And I just had no idea what happened because I've never wanted to die. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was the weirdest thing. Um, and my ex was like really crazy. She was super manipulative and like she, she like had, do- she had dosed me on things before and after that I didn't know about. She had like she had like dosed me on heroin before and shit like that. It was like really fucked it's up. Fucked. Yeah. And she ended up she ended up ODing and dying herself. So um yeah, that was a that was a whole mess. But um, you know, like if if you are feeling like, you know, death is kind of the only option, it's it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and and you 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 shouldn't be beholden to other people. You know what I mean? Like, like death is really for the living. You know, it's like once you're dead, you're dead. It doesn't hurt anymore. But like it hurts everybody else. Exactly. You know, and and it's weird because like, you know, obviously this is this was something that was like extremely rough on Tyler and Grant, but it made me really sad, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think I don't think for a second that she would have ever thought that like. I would be a bummed out. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. how wide that net gets cast. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fucking wide. Like Yeah. Lizzie was the best person I knew at meeting people of anybody I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You know, the type of person that like you would go to like a bar or like a club or something with her, and within five minutes you had a new best friend. Yeah, like, it, it was. I I don't know how the fuck she did it, but she was the most extroverted person that met everybody. Like I don't know how the fuck anybody does that. Well, a lot of a lot uh, of the times, so her net was very fucking wide. 
Yeah, a lot a lot of the times people with mental illness are like that though because mm. it's almost like a it's almost like a protection thing, you know, if you're if you're open and um like kind of like, you know, extroverted with everybody, they can't like crack your shell, you know what right. I mean? Like it yeah. makes it, it makes it a lot easier than being surrounded by a bunch of strangers, you know? It, like you ingratiate yourself with people and and yeah. it makes a it makes it easier, but a lot of people like that hide, you know, a lot of sadness and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. so what a uh, bummer, man. It, it's a huge bummer. It's been really shitty. Uh, I've had a lot of people, uh, say that they're sorry for me personally, uh, because of, of my friend group, I was one of the closest people to her for sure. Right. Um, which is, you know, nice, but then more shit happened. After that, what, what do you mean? Yeah, you were saying last night. I have that, another like... story for you, Mike. <laughs> I have another story. So, uh, I want to say this was last Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember exactly which day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm awake. It's probably eleven in the morning. You know, something like that. Jack's still sleeping. We're over at their place. Um, and I get a call from my, my friend Audrey, who moved up here, who I've talked about a couple times on the show, who's up here with, like, her husband and two kids and that sort of thing. Yeah. And they're down in San Diego right now visiting her dad. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is a weird thing to get a call from her. And I answer the phone, and Audrey is like, hysterical's not the right word, but very fucking stressed out, Yeah, I guess. And she says to me, she's like, hey, uh... I'm sorry, are you free right now? And I'm like, yeah, what, what's going on? And she's like, so my mom is watching the dogs because they have two dogs. Mm-hmm. And she brought over her cat because so, she's staying at their place and the dogs killed the cat. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and she's like, uh, I, we're in San Diego. I can't do anything my mom's hysterical on the phone can you like go over there and help her with something i don't know what to do. and i'm like i don't know what i'm supposed to do i guess i can do something uh have you been able to talk to her can you let her know i'm coming i what am i supposed to do when i get there i need to take a shower yeah um god so, damn dude yeah, so that was like you know, like four days after I, I found out about Lizzie, uh, I got that call, <laughs> which, uh, and I'm pretty sure these dogs have like lived with cats before, so I don't know what the fuck happened. It is ill advised to bring your cat anywhere, let alone to a house with a dog it's not familiar with. You yeah, know, that's like probably true. Very, they get like cats get stressed out so fucking easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like moving any kind of environment like they need like a week to three months to like get their pheromones all up in the air and like make it their home and like all that shit like it it takes a long time so i'm not like it sucks i'm not super surprised that happened but like if the cat was agitated and the agitation upset the dog like yeah the dog's gonna fucking murder the cat you know what i mean like well, well, apparently both of the dogs did. I don't know the specifics here. Uh, <laughs> they teamed up on the cat. <laughs> I, I don't know the specifics. Play like tug of war with it, dude. Uh, but it's always been a plural dogs with an S. So yeah, yeah. I. So that was a hell of a fucking call to get. Uh, she ended up messaging me later because the neighbor upstairs heard her mom 
her the mom didn't hear the cat because like i'll tell you what like when a cat is in trouble like well the 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 mom was like screaming for because of how gruesome it was and how upset she was and then what kind of dogs are they like i don't know they're not that big i i don't know dog breeds i've never owned a dog are they Uh, but but one of them's a smaller dog one of them's a bigger dog i can't help you more than that i'm like uh, i'm like cars with dogs you know it's red yeah I'm, I'm in, i was i will see the first thing i'm envisioning is like a pit bull you know what it's i mean not like I would, it's not a pit okay bull. yeah 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 so, so what was it like a shih tzu and a fucking shepherd or like australian I, I, shepherd or maybe something there was some sort of shepherd in there i don't know anyway i didn't end up having to go over which was good because i didn't know what the fuck i could have done anyway yeah what a fucking nightmare dude but, like, but holy fuck there was a solid half hour there where i was like getting ready and being like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing yeah uh so that that was a fucked up call to get i like honestly after after getting like the the suicide slash od shit going on and then that mm-hmm. happening right afterwards i got that call and i was like in that point where you're just like laughing in sadness you know <laughs> yes. because it's too insane to yeah. not laugh so that's usually that's usually my immediate reaction is like you know like i remember this one time this guy was telling me about his friend who like died right like his friend like it was just like thing after thing after thing after thing like he you know he got divorced and then he got cancer and then he beat the cancer and then he got cancer and again then he beat that cancer and then he crashed his car and like all this stuff and then he got cancer yeah. again and then he died of the cancer and like i was just like, jesus christ dude. you know what i mean mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like sometimes you just gotta like it's it's like when shit reaches that like absolutely ridiculous point it's kind of like yeah. like bad family guy jokes mm-hmm. you know where like peter will stub it like hit his knee and he starts no, doing exactly, that exactly, ah, yeah. thing and then it stops being funny but then when he keeps doing it it's it becomes it, it, funny it comes again back around again yeah 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 jesus christ yeah that must have been absolutely absolutely horrible so i, I haven't talked to we're supposed to have a double date with them in like five days uh and the mom was supposed to come and babysit the kids and the dogs i don't know if that date's still on i'm afraid to ask yeah i don't know <laughs> if that mom's ever going to be able to look that's at the what dogs i'm the saying same way again that's what i'm you know? saying like what the fuck are you supposed to do when pets become vicious murderers and you know from now on you can't keep a cat around those dogs because they've tasted yeah. the flesh of cats you know <laughs> like they're they know that cat jerky tastes amazing so oh yeah fucked, that's dude. that's fucking nuts well i went to the pez museum yeah you did <laughs> yeah you fucking so, did in uh in orange connecticut they have a they have a pez museum that's where i got this mug it's, it's a great changing, mug but, i uh, saw the uh i saw the video the, on twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. So last time I went to the Pez Museum, I I bought a mug and I broke it the no. next day. I was so <laughs> upset because it's like it's like two hours away, you know. So it's a bit of a mm-hmm. hike to the Pez Museum. But um, yeah, Pez Museum's awesome. Um, Devin had never been before, and I I really wanted to take her, so we went and uh, we were like, you know, I mean, dude, like Pez is crazy. Like Pez, we should do like Devin was saying that we should do a video on Pez on um, anime Pez, dude. I'd be just. Down. Why not? I mean, just on Pez in general, because they're like it's it is really big in Jap in Japan. Like Pez is huge in Japan. They love it. It's small candy. They just yeah. love small things. Um, but Devin, yeah, did she, you like the Pez Museum? She, she had a great time. She's in the the podcast chat. So yeah, she <laughs> she actually had a really good time. Um, good. And we're so like Pez was actually created in the early twenties as like a anti smoking 
thing. So like the original right, yeah, Pez mm-hmm. dispensers, they looked like they looked like lighters. So right. you would like go like this and the Pez would come out. Um and uh then they just evolved over time. And like one of the coolest things they ever had were the Pez guns. Mm-hmm, would shoot mm-hmm. Pez out of them. Yeah, but those yeah, got yeah. like they made uh, they made them illegal in the US. Uh but like we actually saw a Pez Probably gun in there. Like a choking hazard. <laughs> No, because they're guns, and it was the 90s, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, uh, one of the, uh, oh, Devin's posting pics in the chat. But, yeah, um, they had a Pez gun that was, like, a Glock. (laughs) <laughs> like it was not like a cute gun. it was like a fucking glock and the pe- and the pez thing was the clip <laughs> so like you loaded the clip with pez and then you like loaded the clip into the fucking gun and that's just like, fucking awesome we should yeah. absolutely have an anti-gun campaign with pez yeah <laughs> it's a great idea but- but yeah, there was, uh, there was, I mean, it was, it was a really good time. There was like, yeah, Pez picks. Oh, dude, I have tons of Pez picks and they have all sorts of interesting, like, I mean, they have thousands and thousands of dispensers in there, but there are some that are just like so fucking old, you know, like 50, 60, I, like they're, it's just as cool to me, at least as like comic books and stuff. <laughs> JC you know says, I- this is America. We should have full auto Pez dispensers. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Devin Devin fell in love with the uh the Pez trucks. Um, Pez trucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so we were super lucky. So like you can also buy a bunch of stuff while you're out there and uh, Sure. Yeah, why wouldn't we you? We were hoping that they would have Hello Kitty Pez cuz like that's the other thing about Pez is that you don't know like if you see Pez, mm-hmm. like that Pez dispenser that you see is going to be gone in 6 months. Like they right. do limited, all Pez are limited run Pez. So like, if you see something you like, like you got to get it or you'll never see it again. So I ended right. up, I got all the Sonic Pez. So Sonic Tails and Knuckles, mm. um, some of the Pokemon ones I didn't have. Uh, we got the fuzzy Hello Kitties that you can see. And that was the coolest thing is that they had, the, they had a couple of Sanrio, um, Pez dispensers. Saying, be rich off this Pez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those ones are cool. They're mini Pez dispensers and they're fuzzy and they have stuffed animal parts. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, That's they're cool. really, really cool. I'd never seen them before. Um, again, Japan, they have like full Dragon Ball Z sets. They have full Pokemon sets, full one piece sets. Um, obviously a bunch of Sanrio stuff. They have like a full Tamagotchi set. Uh, they had this limited Dude, edition Star Wars set that was that fucking sick. Chimchar Pez is fucking Dude, adorable. I'm, I'm telling you, man, that like, and they're all mini too. So yeah. it's like they have, they have so many good ones. Like I love the Chopper Pez. Ooh, the Mew uh, they, Pez is really good too. Dude, they have a fucking Giratina Pez. Like who, yeah. would, like, you know, in Pokemon, like who's going to put in, Dude, in the Giratina? Dude, they have a Shenron Pez. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Shenron Pez. This and then they have they have all the old like Pez merch and stuff like that. Like I love the Pez gals. Uh, They're really cool. Wow, Um, the Star Wars ones are fucking cool. Star Wars ones are super dope. For for those of you who are like just listening to the podcast and can't see this, uh, the Star Wars ones comes in solid gold or solid silver. With like little accent for R two D two in blue, and uh, it looks like there's accent for uh, uh, Boba Fett's. Uh, or Django Fed, I can't, or maybe one's Boba, one's Django. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, one's Boba and one's Django Fed. This is the uh, the less than Jake. Um, l- l- like they came to the Pez Museum and uh, they signed their personal less than Jake Pez gun oh, and that's everything. Cool. 
Yeah, uh, the Comic Book Men, if if you guys remember that. I was actually on Comic Book Men. A lot of people don't know this. I was on Season 3, Episode 7 of Comic Book Men. I was in the back. Uh, but that's because I, I go to that that uh, that store a lot when I go down to Jersey. Um, but yeah, here's more. More One Piece Ultraman, dude. Common Rider. There, there's so many, dude. Here's another set of Dragon Ball Z. Final Fantasy, dude. These Final Fantasy ones are fucking awesome. It's all the original, like, Final Fantasy classes. So you have White Mage, you got the Dragoon, you got, like, the Hero, like, all sorts of stuff, dude. It's so fucking sick. The Ultraman ones, that's that's Ultraman set three. Why are they like, short? I was They're just, all like, mini-pez, Jay. They're all mini-pez. They're, they're Japanese. Japanese people fucking love mini-anything. Like, <laughs> like, if you can make them mini, <laughs> Japan will love it. Um, they, they had a whole like display of Ninja Turtle shit. Oh, Here's the gun. I love the Ninja Turtle shit. Look at that. Look at that fucking Holy Pez gun. Fuck the Pez That's gun what I'm say- looks really, like a gun. It, it looks, looks like, like a, a fucking gun. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I was dying, dude. Um, and the dispenser does just look like the, like the fucking ammo. The, yeah, Holy the clip, dude. shit. That, yeah. The clip. That's that was insane. A, there's a, I took a picture of this funny Spider-Man one. They're like old, like 70s Spider-Man one that says, fill me with Pez and <laughs> play with me. <laughs> here's some of the, uh, the cool space guns. Um, here's all the Ninja Turtle ones. So like, it, what's cool is like, I've had a bunch of these throughout time. All those Mario ones down there I have. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, they, you know, I mean, they made Pez out of everything. Uh, there's, old pokemon ones there's dude they had a fucking and these are american it's ones crazy too, by the that way. they like got the license to do all these different things dude that is how you know you're famous if yeah. you are on a pez dispenser you have fucking made it dude um these hello kitty ones are awesome this was part of like an entire line of hello kitty ones but these are the they had like goth hello kitty like all sorts of shit um i'm a giant i'm a giant hello kitty stan and the garfield, garfield. ones dude you remember the garfield pez i had and so Smurfs. many fucking yeah i had so many garfield pezes <laughs> Yeah, I fu- like I I legitimately absolutely like am in in love with fucking Pez, and then obviously they had the uh, and your hair looks great, babe. Um, they had all these Hello Kitty box set ones too that like I've missed throughout the years because I don't know. I I actually have a very large Pez collection that I have nowhere to put right now. <laughs> By the way, there is a Pez convention that's coming up what? in April, so I would Dude, really like to that? go to the Pez convention. It's uh, it's in. Connecticut. So if you know if we don't end up getting that apartment, like I was I'm just saying, I guess go. I guess you can't move then. <laughs> you yeah, go to the no, no. convention. <laughs> well, that was part of the reason I wanted to go because I was like, you know, if we're moving to Oregon, we gotta we gotta get the we gotta get the Pez. Um, yeah. So anyway, before we get into your game, I wanted to talk to you about something really wild. So I've I've done a bunch of research on this. Um, have you ever heard of the uh, Dietlov Pass incident? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so so this is really this is really wild. Um, so it it is uh, an it's event an alien thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe this is this is this is the fun thing that I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you figure out, right? Okay, so uh, so I know this story pretty well. Um, but it's it basically what happened is the Dietlov Pass is an event where nine Soviet hikers died in the northern Ural Mountains between February 1st and 2nd in 1959 in uncertain circumstances, right? So these okay. guys were absolute professionals. Like they were like top tier, high grade, high, like 
hikers, mountain climbers, like these mm-hmm. guys know what they're doing. Um, the Ural Mountains in Russia are like out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Very, very cold. Like one of the most deadly places on earth as far as that goes. It's in tribal land. Um, and uh, the tribal people, they call it like the mountain of death. You know, like, oh, like, yeah, it's like they don't go there. Uh, like it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's fucking nuts. But these guys, you know, they're, they're hikers, they're mountaineers. They're always going to test themselves. That's what they do. Um, so they, one of the guys, one of their friends, um, they had to leave behind in the, uh, in the camp with the, with the natives. Um, and he's the only one who survived. So basically what happens is these guys, they go up into the mountain and they are they're out there in the middle of the night and the next day or when they when they ended up finding these people's bodies like some of them were like a couple miles from their campground right Hmm. and what happened and there there was just all sorts like okay let me let me like get into the into the notes and stuff like that so um notes on this yeah uh (laughs) investigated by soviet authorities determined that six of them had died from hypothermia uh while the other three had been killed by physical trauma one victim had a major skull uh damage two had severe chest trauma and when they say severe chest trauma they mean their chests were fucking caved in like all their ribs broken all their organs smashed their chests were totally fucking caved in um another had a small crack in their skull four of the bodies were found lying in running water in a creek and three of these four had damaged soft tissue on their head and face two of the bodies had missing eyes one had a missing tongue and one had missing eyebrows uh the missing eyebrows missing eyebrows Like like their eyebrows were torn off Okay. And these people are alone. Yeah, like yeah. this is miles and miles out into the middle of fucking nowhere up a mountain that people don't right. go to ever. Death um, mountain. Yeah, exactly. So uh there there has been just it was crazy. So it was it was a skiing ac- expedition across the northern Urals in uh Sverdlovsk Oblast Soviet Union. So if you're if you're thinking about Russia, think like east of moscow but still in like the western half of russia but it's it's again it's the middle of fucking nowhere um so uh igor uh dietlov 23 year old radio engineering student at your old polytechnical institute the leader assembled a group of nine others for the trip most of whom were fellow students and peers at the university uh yada 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 um they got their root book in 1959 uh they arrived there by train. Um, so one of the craziest things that happened to them, uh, or one of the craziest things about the scene was that their tent was destroyed, but it was ripped apart from the inside. Okay. So like something happened. And again, it's, it's important to remember that these guys are like, fucking professionals right right? they know about hypothermia they Mm -hmm. know about the dangers of like you know like cold and shit like that Mm -hmm. which there is there is have you ever heard of paradoxical undressing 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when so, you, like, you, you so, get so cold, you basically become delirious and then start taking off your clothes in the snow. Yeah, because, yeah, because, like, you feel, feel hot because your blood, yeah, your blood, like, mm-hmm. does everything it can to, like, go to the surface and stuff like Dude, that. So, yeah. <sighs> Fucking Jord already took my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I was already being like, oh, yeah, one of them's a werewolf. Obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,. Before leaving, uh, Dietlov had agreed that he would sign or send a telegram to the sports club as soon as the group returned to uh, Viz High. Uh, it was expected that this would happen no later than the February 12th. Um, but uh, he had told Yudin before he departed from the group that he expected it to be longer. When the 12th passed and no messages had been received, there was no immediate reaction. Um, days you know a few days delay were common with expeditions like this uh on february 20th the travelers relatives uh demanded that a rescue operation would happen so the investigation um or let's see um on 26th of february the searchers found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent on uh kolots I'm not Russian. Uh, the campsite <laughs> baffled the search party. Mikhail uh, Sharavin, the student who found the tent, said the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. Investigators said the tent had been cut open from the inside. Nine sets of footprints left by people wearing only socks or a single shoe or barefoot could be followed leading down to the edge of nearby wood on the opposite side of the pass, 1.5 kilometers or about one mile to the northeast. After 500 meters, 1,600 feet, these tracks were covered with snow at the forest edge under a large Siberian pine. The searchers found the visible remains of a small fire, right? So not only did these guys, like, take off fucking naked, mm-hmm. but, like, from inside the tent, right. but then, like, ran a mile and lit a fucking fire. Um, so the branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high, suggesting that one of the skiers had climbed up to look for something, perhaps the camp between the pine and the camp. The searchers found three more corpses, Dietlov, Kolmogrova, and Slobodin, who died in poses, suggested that they were attempting to return to the tent. They were found distances of 300, 480, and 630 meters from the tree. Finding the remaining four travelers took more than two months they were found on fourth uh, on May fourth under four meters thirteen feet of snow in a ravine seventy five meters further into the woods from the pine tree where that small fire was supposed to be found. Um, three of the four were better dressed than the others, and there were signs that some clothing of those who had died first had been removed for use by the others. Uh, Dubinina was wearing uh, Krivonyshenko's burned torn burned torn trousers. And her left foot and shin were wrapped in a torn jacket. So, like, again, how does the paradoxical undressing thing work when these people are clearly trying to dress themselves? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, like, it, they, no, like when people paradoxically undress, they don't redress themselves. So, um, I think what happened, because the tent was torn from the inside out. Mm-hmm. They were all in the tent. I assume they're all in one tent, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a bee in the tent. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it freaked it's them out to be yeah well that wasn't part of their training you know one of them's allergic to bees maybe two mm-hmm. of them and and then <laughs> they gotta get out of there or they're gonna they die the fuck out. you gotta that's actually yeah. 
That's actually what would happen to Devin. Devin would die from like naked hypothermia because of a bee in the tent. That's um, what I'm saying. The temperature was like well below zero. Uh, so I don't know if there's any bees, but that is a, that is a great. It stayed warm in with would, them. It would and then be hard they... to find the bee. Like, I'll be honest, like, if there was a bee, no, it would that's be very hard saying. to find like, it. What, yeah. they, they made a fire to scare away the bee because fires scare bees away. That's Minecraft yeah. logic. I know that for a fact. And then, you know, by that point, when they tried to get back to the tent, some of them had already died. So they were putting on the clothes of the dead guys to stay warm and to cover yes. themselves from possible bee stings. Smoke puts bees to sleep, doesn't it? It it uh it like it like yeah something like, like that yeah yeah. So an examination of the four bodies found in May shifted the narrative of the incident. Three of the hikers had fatal injuries, which again is weird. One had a major skull da- major skull damage, and Dubinina and Zolotaryov had major chest fractures. Again, their chests were fucking caved the fuck in, like. I don't know, like I don't, I don't know what does that, you know, other than like power bombing your ass onto somebody's chest. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay. So what happened, right, is that uh, in the tent. Well, maybe not in the tent, but like, no, because this it, happened a mile yeah, yeah, yeah. away under the tree. Away. Well, so under the tree, they're like, well, I guess this is where we're gonna stay for the night. They tried to start going to sleep by the fire, and then one of them thought it would be really funny to nighthawk the other ones. What with their knees? Yeah. <laughs> like and then what happened to their well you gotta remember to these skull. guys are professionals they're trained to kill <laughs> <laughs> they are they are russians and yeah, older than 18 so they are trained to kill they're trained to kill and night hawking in russia is much more dangerous than in america mike that's what we're saying <laughs> so it, it it does say that according to boris blah 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 the force required to cause such damage would have been extremely high yeah uh comparable to that of a car crash Mm. Uh, the bodies had no external wounds associated with the bone fractures as if they had been subjected to a high level of pressure like they do like that dude from salem that they you know crushed to death with the stones on the plank Mm -hmm. you know something so all four bodies found at the bottom of the creek in a running stream of water had soft tissue damage to their head and face for example dubanina was missing her tongue eyes part tongue and eyes part of the lips and again these guys were found under like 15 feet of fucking snow right it is normal for predators to come through and eat out your eyeballs and stuff like that but this is a place where that kind of shit like doesn't really exist you know what i mean like there's no there's no vultures no but there's no like snow wolves or shit i don't know wolves wouldn't eat your eyes well, I don't know what that's, eats eyes and what doesn't eat eyes. I'm just birds, small cats, um, rats. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say like, there's no like vermin, snow vermin. Is that too not cold, a thing? dude? Nah, too cold. I mean, other uh, there might be like something like a mink or a weasel, but again, they chew on you. You know, like 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 things like that would like actually like like chew on you. Um, so uh parts of the lips uh facial tissue and fragment of skull bone um Zolariyadov also had his eyeballs missing and alexander uh was missing his eyebrows so the friends think what happened right uh-huh. is that uh you know maybe it was a yeti maybe it was something else the point is something wanted to be human 
right? <laughs> it was building a their face. Eyes. It was building a face. It got the lips. It got the eyes. It got the yeah, eybrows. Yeah. yeah. It tried to give them a hug, you know, to make yeah. them feel all right. Crush yeah, their exactly. fucking... Yeah, yeah, crush their skull. Well, okay. it, it was, you know, it was like, who was it? The fucking Tin Man decided it also needed a heart. Yeah. Except yeah. there was no external injuries. Other than the other than the bones being completely smashed like they were in a car accident. But the forensic expert, it gets weirder. The forensic expert performing the postmortem examination judged that these injuries happened postmortem due to the location of the bodies in the stream. There was initial speculation that the indigenous Monzi people, reindeer herders local to the area, had attacked and murdered the group for encroaching upon their lands. Uh, several were interrogated, but they, they don't go there. The, you know, they're, I mean, they're just like, you know, Native Americans don't go certain places. Right. The Monzi like, don't why? go. Why? We're not that dumb. <laughs> well, not, not only that, but it's evil. Right. This place is evil. You know, mm. like we don't, we just don't fucking go here. Um, uh, so the temperature was around negative 22 degrees Fahrenheit with a storm blowing. The dead were only partially dressed. Some only had one shoe. Some, again, only in socks. Some were found wrapped in snips of ripped clothes that seemed to have been cut from those who were already dead. Um, so journalists reporting on the available parts of the inquest files claim that it states six of the group members died from hypothermia, three of fatal injuries. There are no indications of anybody else nearby. The tent had been ripped open from within. The victims had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Traces from the camp showed that all group members left the campsite of their own accord on foot. Levels of radiation were found on the victim's clothing. To dispel the theory of an attack by the indigenous Monzi people, uh, blah, 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 stated that the fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by human beings because the force of the blows had been too strong and no soft tissue da uh, had been damaged. Yeah, I was, well, the radiation makes it really interesting, right? Because yes. that makes me think, well, why were they out there to begin with? Why were what they out were there to begin with? What were they doing? These guys, these yeah. nine guys, they were just skiing. They, they were students. So they just went on a, they went on a skiing expedition, you know, through a place that like, you know, was like an expert place to be like, yeah, and people they, were like, it's Cold War era USSR, probably some sort of secret government testing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's what a lot, that's what a lot of people think. I mean, the, the, the radiation People is, ski, Tyler. Shut up, Jaya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the radiation thing—that's what's wild, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's—I mean, it's not the only thing that's wild, but the like the fact that these professionals who know what they're doing—I mean, they're also Russians, so they're tough fucking people, you know—are out. It's negative fucking twenty-two degrees Fahrenheit. They're inside this tent all together to keep warm and everything like that. Something happened that made them freak the fuck out bad enough to tear the tent apart from the inside and run away naked yeah into negative 22 degrees fahrenheit i have been in negative 22 yeah, degrees so, fahrenheit you know, my question that is, is cold why dude. are they not searching where the tent was ripped open more because well, they did well, they, they did. They followed the enough because there was no, there was no blood. There was no any, none of the, none of the injuries or anything happened in the tent or at the yeah, tent. Yeah, but but that's not the important part. The important part is why the tent was ripped open in the first place. They were scared. 
I mean, what else? Yeah, well, that's the question, right? So, because besides the B, what else? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh oh my God, Mike! It's it's a fucking uh, it's a radioactive B. One of them turned into (laughs) B Man, the new Russian superhero of the USSR, the the Spider Man of the USSR, the Spider Man of the USSR. Beam! It's it's frozen B Man, Snow B Man. Snow bee, the snow bees of Russia. He shoots honey, uh, honey and icicles at you. Yes. Well, that's the thing, Jay. I'm Russian bear. That's the first thing that people would think. But there was the footprints of the victims were there. There were no footprints of anything else. There's no footprints of anything fucking else. It was only the people and they all ran away. So something scared the actual fucking shit out of like the like literally the life out of these people. I mean, Mm -hmm. to go into that with all the knowledge that you have to run out into that, knowing that like you're going to die, basically like you, you can survive in like negative 22 with no clothes on for a very short amount of time. Well, I mean, you can survive for a while, but the hypothermia setting in would take no time. I mean, your extremities, like, I mean, these people had their dicks out, dude. You know what I mean? Like, your dick is going to fucking freeze and fall off. Or freeze, die, and fall off. Your nipples are going to fucking freeze. Your okay. nose is going to rot off. Your ears are going to rot off. Like, it is very, very, very fucking quick that, like, these extremities freeze off and, like, die. You know, and then even if you survive that, you have to worry about like infections. You have to worry about like all sorts of stuff. So these guys ran the fuck away like a mile, a mile in the snow. It was a storm and they ran in the snow, like deep ass Russian mountain fucking snow. And then they were able to build a fire. Yeah, they well, they broke all the branches up the tree and tried to build a fire Right. I mean, they are professionals. They know what they're doing. But like even but then their fucking chest get caved in like they got hit by a car. You know, these people's eyeballs burn out of their fucking skull. Like what happened? You know, and that and that's the thing that like is interesting because obviously we've talked about like uh, alien abductions before and how they kind of happen in a way where it's like. You know, they'll visit you in your dreams, right? It's like a psychosomatic kind of thing where, you know, uh, that we, we talked a little bit about the Hotel Coronado where like mm-hmm. all these people got abducted at one time, but it wasn't like they were sucked up into a spaceship. It was like the aliens came in and were like fucking shoving shit up this dude's asshole like while his friend was like paralyzed in the corner and just having to watch it happen, you know, because they only wanted that guy's asshole. So like maybe something like that happened. Maybe they heard something. Like that would be that's kind of like my first instinct is that they heard something that was so fucking fucked up that they had they just felt like they had to because that's why run. Yeah. Legitimately. Why? Why run like that? What happened? What could be so terrifying that would make you flee like that unless there was some kind of again, the radioactivity. That's weird. Right. Because they Mm -hmm. found them a lot. They found them like 15 days later or something like that, like 20 days later or something. So for the radiation to still be there, there must have been a decent amount. And we know that um, now But there there was no radiation at the original campsite. Not that I mean, not that they've talked about. See, Um, that seems weird. It does seem weird because what you would think is that they felt the radiation in the tent and were like, we got to get out of yeah, here. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so, so 
because we we do have those crowd control things with radiation. We we you know with the microwave beams on the fucking cars yeah, yeah, and shit yeah. like that make mm-hmm. you feel like you're on fire. Like that'll make you run away. It's literally designed to make you run away. But then even after you're like done trying to wrap your head around the fact that these professionals, nine of them, ran away, then what fucking happened? What erupted their chests from the inside what kind of force does that you know i mean like what like what kind of bomb like bomb well ship those are the ones that got bitten by or got stung by the bee the radioactive bee what the inside of their chest just exploded they had no they weren't no no here's the thing right (laughs) is that they weren't uh compatible with the radioactive bee dna it didn't work Mm -hmm. for them so, you, you know, like, when, when somebody tries something and then, like, the wings probably tried to and rupture out. their chests out. implode? Yeah, well, the, the, the extra <laughs> arms or whatever tried to rupture out of the chest where they were supposed to be, but it didn't work for those guys. So, it just, yeah. yeah. But this is this is what this is what I want. Uh, this is what I want from you. I want uh, 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 so another group of hikers about fifty kilometers to the south of the incident reported that they saw strange orange spheres in the sky. Uh to the north on the night of the incident. Uh, similar spheres were observed in Yvdel and adjacent areas continually during the period from February to March 1959 by various independent witnesses, including the Meteorology Service and the military. These sightings were not noted in the 1959 investigation, and the various witnesses came forward years later. Um so again we like i mean realistically like you know i be thing funny and all but like what do you think could have possibly happened i mean the original explanation uh you know the group woke up in the panic cut their way out of the tent because an avalanche had covered the entrance to their tent or because they were scared that an avalanche was imminent. Better to have a potentially repairable slit in a tent than risk being buried alive under tons of snow. They were poorly clothed because they had been sleeping and ran to safety of the nearby woods where the trees would help slow on, uh, slow the oncoming snow. In the darkness of the night, they got separated into two or three groups. One group made a fire, hence the burned hands, while the others tried to return to the tent to recover their clothing since the danger had passed, but it was too cold. They all froze to death before they could locate their tent in the darkness. At some point, some of the clothes may have been recovered or swapped from the dead but at any rate the group of four whose bodies were most severely damaged were caught in an avalanche and buried under four meters of snow uh more than enough to account for the compelling natural force the medical examiner described uh dubinina's tongue was likely removed by scavengers or ordinary predation uh a contradictory avalanche uh would say the location of the uh, incident didn't have any signs of an avalanche I mean, that's all you need. Like, obviously, there wasn't a fucking avalanche, you know, mm. like you, avalanches are huge. I mean, right. even just small ones, you know, like when you are, are snowboarding and you knock some snow and it's just like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, when there's been an avalanche. But yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Blew these people's chests in, blew their eyes out of their fucking face, you know, radi- irradiated I, their clothes. I do like the idea of a radioactive avalanche. A radioactive avalanche. <laughs> a radioactive avalanche. A, a sentient radioactive avalanche that bit somebody. And then you get I mean, avalanche, man. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, if there was uranium, I guess, up at the up at the top of the mountain or something like that, I don't or really know how uranium maybe works. Or <laughs> 
but that's the thing tyler is this is a real story this actually happened you know what i mean this is like one of those yeah, yeah, this yeah. is one of those unexplained like fucking events it's it's catabat catab catabatic wind in 2019 a swedish russian expedition was made to the site wind. after investigations they provo- they proposed that a violent catabatic wind was a plausible explanation for the incident uh it's a drainage wind a wind that carries high density air from a higher elevation down a slope under the force of gravity such winds are sometimes called fall winds uh winds can rush down elevated slopes at hurricane speeds but again it's like the fucking tent was ripped apart from the inside how do you explain that um I would love, I would love to, I, I haven't been checking chat. I want to see, I want to see if anybody has any like explanation, you know what I mean? Um, microwaves are non-ionizing radiation. Geiger detectors only pick up ionizing radiation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, experimental aircraft, I guess that's, that's a possibility. Obviously mm-hmm. the military wouldn't put out any secret, you know, information on that kind of stuff. Like how all this happened doesn't make any sense to me unless like how low was this plane flying you know like how does somebody's chest implode like that unless like i mean a sonic yeah. boom would have to like go off right in front of you you know mm-hmm. like what is that why all the branches were blown off the tree you know is that what actually happened uh it, it like it, it's it's uh peach pepsi says i definitely think it was a, a government testing thing i mean that would be that would be the most logical explanation but then what happened to all of that uh you know well, what happened they, to all of that technology yeah and that's a good question but it also probably wouldn't be like it probably would have been censored from the reports you know yeah, well, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, that you know, that's the thing is that like it would have been either redacted or just not talked about at all. I mean, we are talking about Soviet Russia yeah, during it, you know in 1959, been, height of the Cold War. Yeah, it could have been redacted, and they were like, "Well, that didn't fucking work," and then they you know closed <laughs> the project. <laughs> so uh, PJ says that sonic booms are too weak, uh, or an air or an airburst detonation is more likely. Yeah, um, but then there, you also have the radiation, which like. If you look into any kind of UFO encounters or anything like that, radiation is almost a con like a constant thing that happens. Like, uh, like the Melting Man. Uh, I know we I've never talked to you about the Melting Man, but like this dude came in contact with a fucking uh, UFO, and his all of his fucking skin fell off, and he didn't feel any of it until he eventually died. Yikes. All of his skin like was just like melting off his fucking body, dude. Uh, and it, it is real. You can look it up. It legitimately fucking happened. And nobody, there is no explanation to like what happened. There is uh, another guy in Brazil who came in contact with the UFO. He came within 15 feet of it. Um, and within three days, he was dead. His body temperature had dropped to like 93 degrees. He vomited black shit for like fucking three days straight with nothing in his fucking stomach. Uh, and then the doctor was like, yeah, you, uh, he had like, he had like dysentery or something like that, which doesn't make any sense because that means you like shit yourself until you die. I I don't, radiation is a term I don't know enough about to be like, yeah, that makes no sense. I don't fucking. Well, I mean that like radiation could definitely do that stuff to you. So like basically what the way that radiation works is it's like, it's like atomic level dust. Yeah. That's really 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 hyperactive so it it settles on the ground and 
it will it like because it's at the atomic level it can it goes through you right so it's like it's like a mist kind of that goes through you but because the atoms inside of it are so hyperactive it's like you know the wavelengths Mm -hmm. of it are so intense it rips your cells apart it burns you and like it just like it's just like it's like a sandstorm in your cells you know like you know you know if like you sand like you blow sand on something hard like somebody hard enough all their skin will just like you mean your sandstorm (laughs) 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 exactly yeah but yeah so that's i mean that's the way that radiation works and that's why it gives you cancer because it just it like disrupts and destroys your cells Mm -hmm. or it gives you burns because it disrupts and destroys your skin cells it's i mean that's a very like small-brained explanation of it but that's Mm -hmm. kind of the way it works um yeah disrupts uh chemical bonds and yeah all that stuff um uh pj says that tunguska event noted airburst meteorite impact also left detectable traces of radiation Ooh, smaller meteorite smaller impact zone from airburst yeah i mean that's possible too they have found quite a lot of meteorites dude uh a kid i went to high school with found a meteorite in his backyard it was about this fucking big holy shit guess how much he sold that thing for uh i don't know tens of thousands like fifty thousand dollars yeah for finding a fucking rock dude like yeah. meteorites are super valuable if you think you got a fucking meteor you have to sell mm-hmm. that shit yeah, yeah. Like, it's 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 crazy um but yeah so so that's the very Dietlof, rare mineral <laughs> that's the dietlove pass incident tyler i'm 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 disappointed you have not solved this for us. I think I give you many plausible <laughs> solutions. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Not only did I give you plausible solutions, I also gave you screenplays that we can write. Oh well, you, you definitely gave us screenplays that we could write. Yeah, I think Avalanche. I think Avalanche Man is great. I, I think, so I think too. we need to work. I think we need to work on it a little bit. Sure. Um, is somebody somebody in the chat had said Yeti? I would I would maybe be on Yeti, except for the fact that the people who had their chest caved in had no, um, no tissue damage, no soft tissue damage. So like a Yeti would punch you, you know, mm-hmm. or or crush you some way like that, or whack you with a tree or or whatever, and um, leave footprints. That's right. the other thing. Like that's the one thing. I mean, I think that's like very indicative of all of this is that there were no other footprints. They were able to track these guys, all nine of them, out right. of the tent. So. And that's why the bee is the most likely. <laughs> because the bees bee fly. That, the, They're not going to be any footprints. The bee that didn't instantly die in negative twenty-two degree weather. Yeah, a, a fucking brilliant bee, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was a bee. <laughs> God. All right, Ty. What what was this game that you You ready, you ready for the game? So I'm ready for the uh, ready for the game. Earlier today, I I uh <laughs> I got some screenshots for you. And let me just make sure I have the proper ones here. Uh but I basically have three screenshots from the same Twitter. And your job is to decipher, based on these tweets, if this is a real political person or somebody trolling conservative politics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This will be this will be fun. Oh, Ghost Yeti! I like Ghost Yeti. Hootie who? That's pretty good. All right. The first I one. Think... Oh, 
Oh, Ghost Yeti. I, I, I do like say, Ghost Yeti. Ghost Yeti's pretty I would, good. I was just going to say that, like, I personally think that the Dietlov Pass incident was probably created by experimental military hardware. You know, like, mm. the one thing that we see with UFOs, Foo Fighters, that kind of stuff is impossible flight patterns, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, they'll go from, like, here to here to here to here. And, and like, we don't have that. We don't have that technology. I'm doing air quotations uh, for you audio-only <laughs> people. Uh, like, but we probably do. You know what I mean? I right. like Like, the fact is, is that every single country in the entire planet has had UFO incidences, UFO crashes, all sorts of shit like that. There was obviously the Roswell incident in New Mexico and uh, specifically Brazil has had quite a few crashed UFOs that whenever that happens, it always gets covered up and all that shit always disappears. But if we're able to reverse engineer that kind of shit, I mean, like, I know that sounds really crazy and obviously like i'm not 100% on it i want to believe but mm-hmm. like the fact that in in 15 years we went from rudimentary ass <laughs> pj says as a us military veteran i can neither confirm nor deny any of your suppositions well i've heard <laughs> i've heard shit from military veterans that makes me believe this more than anything else you know people who have like supposedly had very high security clearance that have been down into like weapons development facilities and actually seen like our prototype mech suits mm-hmm. you know like our 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 fucking personal you know like walking vehicles that can crush a car right which i don't really understand the purpose of that in a world where we have drones but whatever you know um dude all oh, our lights i wish we had lightsabers <laughs> if, are we making lightsaber technology how do you stop a how do you stop a laser beam to keep it as a sword anyway um so yeah uh like you know i would i would say that it's it's probably um probably some kind of experimental you know shit i mean if the moon landing yeah. was real the first one <laughs> you know then we were we were doing some pretty advanced stuff back at that yeah, point yeah, so we were. who knows 1959 anyway all right tyler let's do this all right. so Troll uh, or not uh don't worry bronte there's no racism as far as i can remember uh so your first tweet and i have taken the liberty of uh mosaicing out blurring out or blocking out the person's name in Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can see that they do have a blue check mark. However, that means fucking nothing now. That means so- nothing anymore. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really help you. I like now. how you I like how you used like the real like pixel blur. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, very it professional of you. It's yeah. very professional of you, Tyler. All right, so I'm gonna read you. the tweet. M&M's have gone woke, exclamation point. Mars, the company behind M&M's, launched a nuclear strike in the war on men by unveiling a package with only the female M&M's. This is sexist and not inspirational at all. We must boycott M&M's until the alpha male M&M's get their own exclusive package. Um, I'm going to say that this is not a troll. Okay. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to say not a troll on that one. That's the first um, one. It's all from I, the same account. So it's either 
a conservative or a troll at the end. Oh, you, oh, oh, okay. You can, oh, oh, okay. You can, you, your, your, your decision might change throughout this okay. experience. All right. Here's all right. the second so, one. So this is all the same account. Okay. Yeah. My Twitter feed is a safe space for science, truth, and testosterone. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Hit me with another one. And then this is his pinned tweet. Pinned tweet. Oh, wait. Sorry. That was the same one. No, uh, that's, that's, that's the M&M's. Yeah. Uh, delete that right. one. Uh, where? There you go. Jam says I know this account. This, here, here's the, the last one. The alpha male New Year checklist. <laughs> Bible check Bible in hand check Fortnite controller in the trash check President Trump NFT on display check uh why is the because it had his name redacted? but it, it's the cameo that's oh, oh okay cameo with him today. booked no amount of lies can hide his alpha male greatness um I, no I I legitimately believe that this is a this is a legitimate account it, I think this is a, I think this is a legitimate political account. This is a legitimate political account. <laughs> is it Ted Cruz? It's not. It's not okay. Ted Cruz. Yeah, it Ted, is, Ted uh, Cruz isn't too into being alpha male. It's oh wait, is that the he same would, one? Fuck. He would have he would he would have caught the white claw if Ted Cruz was alpha male. Here, hold on. Let me let me save this picture for you. Copy image. Here's here's the man himself. I thought that this would be a very funny game to play from time to time. <laughs> I yeah, I like this game. It's Nick, Nick Adams. Adams. <laughs> Nick Adams in parentheses alpha male. <laughs> oh god, hold on. It, it, Nick Adams is he a senator from Missouri? I think he is a senator from somewhere. But uh, let, I can't let's, remember let me look up let me look up Nick Adams because I'm pretty sure I know who this guy is. Uh no, he's a commentator. He's an Australian okay. born American conservative I political hate commentator. Those guys. I fucking hate those guys, dude. If you are a fucking foreigner, okay, and 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 just Stay out of our politics. Who's the British guy that's always up in our shit? Um, uh, he was like, he was part of the Trump campaign. Uh, it's not Boris Johnson. That like, who the fuck was that fucking Cockney fucking bastard? He's like, oh, yeah, just I can see his face. Yeah, who the fuck was that guy? That guy is so fucking obnoxious. I, I think he ended up getting fired, but it's like, what are you doing it, fucking with our politics, dude? Get, fuck up your own country. Go fuck <laughs> it up yourself, you know? Like, the thing, uh, yeah, the guy who was on the talk show but got fired. Yeah, that fucking guy. He's a, such a piece of shit. Well, anyway, Tyler, yeah. uh, do we have anything else that, that you want to go over before we... Uh, yeah, uh, I got a, a small, um, just a small update for you on... Uh, on uh jack's uh delve into more jewish shit coming up on there <laughs> recommended wait what <laughs> more jewish shit yeah so you know how they they were getting jubelong uh before long remember jubelong had a really Jubilong. good time Jubilong. uh had a really good time looking at jubelong let me just pull up my notes really quick to make sure i'm fun. remembering this correctly oh yeah so now uh Jack is getting recommended Orthodox Jewish YouTube. <laughs> Orthodox Jewish YouTube. That sounds like the most boring 
fucking shit I have ever heard in my life. Uh, like, Which no offense is to hilarious because I've never been recommended Orthodox Jewish YouTube. I've been recommended Jubilong before. Well, that's but... because they know that you're Jewish enough to be like, fuck that. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like so. instantly. Uh, but you know, my my native American partner is apparently just on the the cutting edge of judaism <laughs> what who what jews are trying to convert native americans or anybody for that matter like i mean i don't know i don't know i, I, I Ju- do not know judaism is such a weird thing because it is a race and Jam a religion mormons, <laughs> mormons. <laughs> no i don't know it, it just like well, like judaism okay, is a- here's the thing jam you're not wrong really so what do you mean? He says, "I know," because in Mormon, what mythology belief? What yeah. is, what is it? Bullshit. Bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so in, in I know, Mormon I know there's mythology, yeah, 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 that's respectable. Yeah, Native respectful of you. Americans were white people, were the white people who killed Jesus in yeah, America. They were burned. They were yeah. burned. Their, their dark skin, yeah, their their skin was burned dark to represent their sin. And they have a they, sunburn. They're yeah, all sunburned. If they God. truly give in to God and and atone and believe in Jesus or whatever, they will become white again. Is the belief? But Damn. they, the, but but Mormons believe that the Native Americans are the original Jews that killed Jesus. I mean, some of them do have big noses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry for all the fucking uh, audio listeners that didn't get to see my face when he said that. <laughs> because sorry. I was at a goddamn loss for words. <laughs> just, Tyler flatlined for a second. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my fucking... oh god sorry uh both native american and jewish people if it makes you feel better i have a big nose okay um Mine's so bigger. so uh, yeah well <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't help that it's not it's not your fault no, no um I can't. What were we talking about? Okay, so the Orthodox. Have you looked at the Orthodox Jewish YouTube? No, but I think it's worth us delving into at some point. You know? Yeah, I maybe, agree. Maybe I we have an Orthodox be... uh, uh, Jewish YouTube episode where we like really go in on it. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody's. Fun. I think everybody's a little fast. I mean, the Jews are kind of like the Freemasons. You know, like mm-hmm. like they like they don't really. And I'm not talking about it in a conspiratorial way, or that they're similar that way. It's just they're very secretive. You know, well, about what they do and shit. We just hate everybody. Just leave us well, alone. It's just you don't let people into the club. You know, like they do the Mormons. What do you mean? What do you mean? The Mormons always want you in the club. Well, they want you in the club. But here's the thing, right? So I grew up in San Diego. San Diego has a- me in the club. San Diego, mommy, I'm on. <laughs> San Diego has a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous Disneyland replica that happens to be the Mormon temple. Um, what? Yeah, the Mormon. Hold on, Mormon Church in San Diego. Let me get you a picture here. This is the Mormon Church in San Diego. 
All right, I'm gonna paint a I'm gonna paint a brain image for for audio only listeners. Oh wow! So like literally, the Mormon Church in San Diego looks like the Disney Castle. Mm-hmm. It looks like a double Disney Castle stuck together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, Mormons got money. Like when you yeah. when you when you have when you have that many kids uh, to uh, to to work for you. Like, yeah, yeah you're the, the have church a lot down my street is, but Jim, you live in the Mormon capital of the world. Yeah. I'm not surprised that the Mormon temple where you are is better. <laughs> no. Well, what's interesting is like how, how America is like really like for the most part is losing. It's like, uh, what's the word? Religiosity, you know, like, well, uh, as like REM a, said, it's lo- they're losing their religion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that REM are prophets, but, uh, but like the interesting thing is like, as religion declines, the religious people are going so hard on it. Mm-hmm. They, like they are going so fucking ham. And like, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like I, I've had so many uh, conversations about like Christianity and stuff like that recently. Um, you know, as somebody who grew up in a very, like a very Christian, um, family Catholic, uh, for the most part, which is just like Christianity on steroids, um, and way more depressing. Uh, like it's, it's, it's interesting to see because I know a lot of Christians, I know a fucking lot of Christians, like, what are you going to do? I mean, where I, 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 I live in an Irish French polish area you know like it's just a lot of white religious people um and like when you look at the the politics and you look at the politicians and shit like that and like they always say i'm a christian like that makes you a good person right the christians haven't been good people as a whole since what like 10 a.d you know, twenty back when they were like actually struggling. You know what I mean? Before they like came into power and right. fucking ruined everything. I mean, yeah. like, like part of the reason that we don't know much about Norse mythology mm-hmm. is because the Christians whitewashed it. Mm-hmm. They destroyed everything else and whitewashed what we had left. So, like, our whole concept of of like the Norse gods and shit like that is like very vague. Right. Yeah, and just a few stories by that Snorri, whatever the fuck his face is, you know, yeah. Snorri, Snorri, skin. Yeah, yeah, Snorri Snorfelson. Is it? Actually, I think it actually. Yeah. I think it actually is like Snorri Snorfelson. Yeah, <laughs> like it's something like close. that. It is something like that. Um, uh, PJ yeah, says, but, but what I was uh, gonna say was that you're not allowed in that temple. Nobody's allowed to go in there unless you're Mormon. The Mormon one? Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, that's because that's where they do the magic underwear yeah. shit. My dad is one of these very few non-Mormons who's ever been inside that temple because he's Jewish. No, because he's an architect. Okay. And oh. when they first built it, they let architects come in to view how it was made. Was it kosher? I don't know if there's such a thing as kosher architecture. But, I mean, anything can be kosher as long as it's blessed by a rabbi, right? I, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I, I thought that's how it worked. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I Hold saw on. something. I, I'm pretty sure that's that's just what it is. The bla- the the rabbi, I, dude. I, that's the job, dude. Kosher. That is the job. Yeah. That is the job. Being the kosher guy. Well, so kosher species of meats and fowl must be ritually slaughtered in a prescribed manner to be kosher. Really? That I thought you just blessed said blessed by it. a rabbi, though. 
Oh, Artemis. Artemis says dot 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 magic underwear shit. <laughs> Dude, you don't know about the Mormon magic underwear. Yeah, you don't know about the magic oh. underwear. Dude, like again, we have we have Mormon you listeners. Been listening we have Mormon to the podcast friends. Long enough. Uh, one of our one of our one of our most beloved patrons is is a Mormon, but um. Yeah, the Mormon magic underwear shit's really fucking weird, dude. Hold on, uh, I've got like, you. Are you gonna show a picture? There you go. Mor- yeah, so, like, this is what you... It's so complicated, dude. So, like, you you wear the magic underwear, and then you go in, and, like, the they taught... Like, you gotta, like... I think you bathe yourself and stuff. It's, like, it's all part of these, like, rituals and shit. Like, it's it's very... Uh, well, we've done this before, Jay. That was quick as fuck. <laughs> Listen, you type in magic Mormon underwear, it's, like, the first thing that pops up. It's not hard to find. Yeah. It's it's all... It's it's kind of, like, the way that I understood it, because I had a... Really quickly, I, I had a friend that was gay and in the closet, and she fell in love with a Mormon girl and spent all of her time with this chick, and in order to, like, you know, fulfill this like very impossible fantasy of hers that she hadn't fully accepted she became mormon she went out to fucking mormon college um brigham young university and like ended up going through all these rituals and shit and wearing the magic underwear and like doing all that stuff so like i keep telling her she's got to write the fucking book dude write the book Mm -hmm. about how fucking wacky that was but yeah it's uh you know it's just like Apparently, according to her, it was very uncomfortable, and it's it's a lot like I think it's like Mormon confession type stuff. So like you know, like Catholics, we go into the confession booth and we say, "Forgive Mm -hmm. me, Father, for I've sinned," and you can't see the dude through the thing, and then we tell him about how we fucking jerked off like all day, you know. (laughs) Forgive me, Father, I forgot my underwear. (laughs) Yeah, forgive me, Father, I've sinned. I'm sinning right now. I'm jerking off right now, Father. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like, "Oh, really? Let me see. How old are you? You (laughs) twelve? Like you." You know, like fucking. Jesus, <laughs> bless you, son. Bless you. Uh, but yeah, um, say ten hail marys for me while you do that. You know. <laughs> but yeah, Ooh. so it's just you know, it's just it's 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 the Mormon Mormon Mormonism so weird, dude. When you die, you get a planet, <laughs> which is, which is great. I love that part. Uh, That's great. Yeah, it sounds great. Planet all the way. I, I just mm-hmm. imagine like a bunch of like King Kai planets. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's you like and a, a monkey, like, dude. That's yeah, all. they say they, monkey and a, and a grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that flies around. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they promise you a planet, but it's real small. It's just one house <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> but you get a car and you can drive the car around the planet like King Kai does. Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, what a, so so fucking um yeah uh my sorry i got a headache Tyler. it's, it's fine dude let's 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 jump apart. through the next two sections and and we can call it a day <laughs> well there's so much there's so much to talk about but i mean before i even talk to you about it i gotta ask you how is your anime week thank you Uh, yeah, it's been good so far. You can probably guess pretty easily what I'm watching, to be honest with you. I'm watching I have no idea. two shows. If you know what's okay. out, you know what I'm watching. I have no idea. I'm watching oh, uh, Trigun. I'm watching Trigun. I'm watching Trigun mm-hmm. Stampede. And I'm watching mm-hmm. Vinland Saga 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah how's, uh, how's, how's Trigun? This is important. This it is, is important because I love Trigun. And if we can make more videos on it, I want to. 
Uh, right. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It's pretty fucking good. Okay. Uh, that's good. I've, I've um, heard a lot of people bitching about it. I'm pretty impressed by it. They are yeah. going all out. It's fun to watch. Like the, it, it's definitely you know, it's got that CGI look to it. But what kind of CGI look? Like Beastars CGI or like kinda sorta in oh. that vein, but but okay. not not as uh dramatic. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Because or I think it's yeah, more Beastars, well blended overall. Right. Yeah, because Beastars and Doro Hidoro are like very very obvious, but it, but it's it's yeah, it's not that it's not there, but you can still tell that it's there for sure. But it's okay. fun to watch. It's easy to get lost in. Vash is well written. Like he he's really goofy. He already really has that that peace uh in love style going on. Uh, peace and they, love. Peace they and love. are not at all. Like this is not a remake. Okay, is what I'm saying. It I, is going it, in hard from episode one. Episode one are the siege ships falling from knives sabotaging them. Like okay, that's episode one. So that's how it are starts. They, is that how the manga starts? Because I've never read the manga. Have you? I haven't read the manga either, but I don't think so. But ba- yeah, basically, said- like. Episode Somebody two said- is uh it, it it has do you remember in Trigun where there's like the Nebraskas and it's a, 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 a like sort of like crazy science looking guy like a a Back to the Future sort of looking dude with his son who's giant who has a fist that can shoot off of his arm Marty Marty yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that like those guys are episode two and okay even though it's like the same guys. It feels mm-hmm. completely different. The plot is still completely different. It is is very much its own unique and separate show from the original. So that's what I heard on Twitter were people saying that like it's not it's not like Trigon Brotherhood. You know, it's no. like it's not like it's not like they decided to so what what I get from that is that they're not following the manga. They're, they are just doing, like, their own thing. Because that was what Brotherhood I, was, was, like, a manga-perfect Yeah, exactly. Adaptation. I don't think it's manga-perfect. I haven't read the manga, so I don't know. But it, if, you haven't read that. Yeah, I know. Uh, but if the original followed the manga pretty well, which I don't think it did... No, it got kind of fucking shit on for that. Yeah. For not following the manga. Um, This, I think, is also not following the manga in a completely different way. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of well, okay so, with that. So, like, as as an example, like a big example that I still don't understand, like what the fuck they're doing with it or why. Uh, mm-hmm. what what's her name? It, it's a uh, Meryl, right? Meryl the yeah. the insurance. It's Marilyn and Millie, right? The two yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, insurance policy girls slash uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Meryl. Is not an insurance policy agent. Millie hasn't even been in the show yet. She's a rep- like an investigative reporter or like a journalist. And Millie's this. the best. I know. And she has like this like like she's a new like reporter and she has like this drunk older dude as her like mentor. And that's like the pair right now. And okay. I don't understand if that's like how it's gonna be for the entire time, if Millie's gonna come in at all. But like they're not even 
uh, like they're not even insurance policy agents following him around, making sure that they don't have to pay for the claims. Like they're trying to do a story on him because he's the most wanted man. And they're trying to like maybe clear his name because it doesn't seem like that's who he is. It's very strange. Very strange. They also changed some things that like, why would you change them? So like, for example, the original bounty on Vash, it's 66 billion double dollars, right? Uh, yeah. In this, it's six million. Weird. Why? I don't know. You know? I uh, yeah yeah yeah. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I think. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah, like I think part of like the fun of of Trigun was that like it's such an insane bounty on him that everybody wants him. You know what I mean? Like right. it's yeah. a bounty that is literally unrealistic because it's sixty six yeah. billion double dollars, and. Now it's six million. And I'm like, that kind of like doesn't make it as good. It, it, the stakes aren't as high, you know? So, well, it depends on how bad inflation is, you know? What I mean? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, you know, on the other side, the action's really fun. I think that they've written Vash quite well. Um, you know, he's very funny. He's very much this goofy sort of, I don't want to fight, running away from danger, scared all the time guy that when he needs to he turns it on he's like really fucking good like is he as clowny as he is and he's pretty fucking clowny yeah okay he's pretty fucking goofy that's Um, important but like they changed this gun it's not the same gun as it was before yeah (laughs) so there's changes that don't make sense to me at all um but overall i still am enjoying the show a good amount but it's only two episodes in so you know, I don't really know what's coming. What, uh, what are they calling it? Trigun Stampede? Trigun Stampede. Yeah. Alright, so... Apparently it is missing Millie. Uh, Trigun Stampede isn't the remake fans wanted. It's better for it. Interesting. Oh my yeah, fuck I, off, dude. These fucking websites that make me turn off my ad blocker, like, subscribe and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So while yeah, I, I, I do, I, I am enjoying it. I, I, I'm having fun with it. I think I'm going to enjoy watching the whole thing through. I love Trigun as a whole. It's fun to see Vash. And also, they got the same uh, voice actor for the dub that did the original. So Vash is going to have the same oh, voice in I the dub, that. which is going to be fucking awesome. I'm stoked about what that. A, what a weird thing to keep. <laughs> you know like, but, okay. uh, I'm, I'm fucking very stoked about that but you know th- there's definitely some changes that I don't really understand why they did that being said the show's really fun to watch I think it's already hitting a lot of the points that Trigun should hit as a show and who Vash is as a character and I like that uh, a lot and I think this might be a really good compare contrast video as to why the original Trigun was done one way versus why this is done another way. Yeah. Because the original Trigun came out when you had to fucking watch it on TV. There wasn't a streaming service. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. and, and I've had this theory for a while, and I think it, it applies to Trigun, it applies to Cowboy Bebop, it applies to Outlaw Star, it applies to a bunch of shows from back in the day when TV was the way that you watch stuff and not streaming. But... Mm-hmm. I think the way that they got people invested in these shows was by having one-off episodes that were yeah. that were whole stories compacted into one, and it didn't matter if you missed the first 15 episodes of Trigun. 
Yeah. You know, you just had yeah, to get something invested. was going to happen. You just had to get right. invested at some point in like those first 15, 16 episodes so that by the time you got to episode 17, you would watch the rest of the show every week. Yeah. Because I mean, that's, that's the when wor- the story started. That's the worst thing about um, like streaming anime now is like when you wait a whole week and like the episode is kind of like a filler episode right. or not a filler episode but like one of those episodes that like leads into another episode right. so like not a lot happens and stuff mm-hmm. like that I fucking hate that that's why i wait until the season's over yeah well I, again um, it's like you know, know now with streaming there's no reason to have to wait because it's always whoever watches trigun stampede is always going to be able to start at episode one yeah so there's no true. reason not to start the story at that moment back in the day there was a huge reason to get your audience invested before you actually started the story of your show yeah because otherwise they would come in on episode three and if they had missed the first two episodes they'd be like i don't know what the fuck's going on and change the channel yeah it had to be a condensed story that worked in one full episode back then until you got your audience invested enough that they would watch every single week now we don't have to do that so I, i i think that this might be a really, really good way of showing that change over time between Trigun and then Trigun Stampede. And that might make a There's fun also, video. Apparently, there was also something that released in 2010 as well. I just saw uh, some kind of anime adaptation. Was that I don't know. the Badlands thing? I don't know. Maybe it was like a movie or something like that? I yeah, no yeah. Idea, Trigun but... Badlands Rumble. Yeah, that was the, uh, okay. the film. You should definitely read the manga, too, because I think that will give you the best perspective on everything. But I would do it after the show just so you don't ruin the show for yourself if you really love the manga. Yeah. So my uh, my goal for this one, and I actually told you I had an idea that I that would uh, be a good way to write some videos was Mm -hmm. I wanted to write like half a page per episode as I watched Trigun Stampede. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. you know, you know, those channels that we fucking hate that do like episode reviews every single week and they get a yeah, lot yeah. of views doing that. I want to do that, yeah. but I want to make it all one video and then release it at right. the very end. And you can see the change in opinion over time as the episodes go on. That could be cool. Yeah. yeah I thought that might make a cool video. So oh, I was thinking oh, yeah. maybe I would try that with Trigun. And you already know what's happening in Vinland Saga season two, so you're just yes. watching it to watch it. I'm watching it with Grant. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he yeah. has no idea. Right, right. How is it so far? Because, like, from it, what I understood, we're only one episode the... in. I think oh, okay. the second one comes out today. And where are those streaming? That uh is, I think I'm watching it's Netflix, them. right? Yeah. Trigun is Hulu or like Fun or Crunchyroll, I think. Oh, okay, Crunchyroll. And then, I was gonna say it's another fucking Hulu exclusive. It's dude. not. It's not exclusive. I don't think. Okay, uh, okay. And then Vinland Saga is on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, yeah, that one I knew. Netflix, Netflix was like, yeah, dude, we're gonna grab this one for what sounds like a boring season. It sounds like it's gonna be a boring season. We'll see. I mean, I like. Yeah. I think this season is going to be interesting in how it's done. It was also mm. fucking weird because uh, you know, you, you know, Wit Studios like opening with like the motorcycles. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about it's like a really cool yeah. uh, like shows off their like you know how they they highlight things and shit. And it looks great. Yeah, Vinland Stalker still opened like that, but it had Mappa instead of Wit. Weird. Okay. Super fucking weird. All right. 
Interesting. Like, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh man, I wonder uh, what map is going to put at the beginning, if anything. And then it opened, it started opening the same way. I was like, wait, Wit's not doing that. I, I literally stopped it and went and made sure that I was right that Wit wasn't doing wasn't doing Vinland Saga too. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? So I kept playing it, and then Mappa came up at the end. And I was like, what the shit? Maybe it's like a way to like appreciate wit for starting it i I don't know that they have permission from wit to do it you know but it was very odd it it made me it made me question shit i was like what is going on well it's possible that 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 animation is from like a production company as well and like the title from it like because i've only seen that on i don't know I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's super strange. I have no idea. Like I'll fucking huh. I can probably just grab a thing for you right now. It looks wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah. It looks fucking wrong. I don't like it. So so that's that's what you've been watching though. The, primarily, those are my two things that I've been watching. Yeah. So I have watched quite a few anime um, recently, uh, like in their entireties. Uh, so I watched, uh, I watched love flops. Love flops. Um, so uh, here's, yeah. uh, here's, here's what I'm, what I was talking about. Yeah. That is really weird. Doesn't that it just looks like they weirdest? slapped yeah. Mappa on top of them. Exactly. It feels <laughs> like they literally just slapped Mappa on top of Wit's intro. It's really weird. Yeah. I, so, so I have to, I, I got to log into high dive here to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, um, yeah. So I watched. Um, love flops. So, uh, this love flops so fucking weird, right? So, so it's a, it's like, it's a harem anime. Um, but it like, so, so it starts off like almost like Kenosuba ridiculous. Um, and it's like this dude is just like he wakes up and it's like a it's a it's a more futuristic world than we live in but like not too far in the future you know there's like your phone is more like a hologram thing that comes out of the, like a stick okay, you know like sure. that that kind of shit not a, not that far in the future no flying cars or anything but like um so uh, kid wakes up and like he gets his fortune or on on the TV his horoscope and stuff and like basically he meets a bunch of he meets like five different girls that day the first one like runs into him and like they knock into each other and there's like a mild boob grab and then like it turns out her fucking underwear fell off uh during it and he thought that it like it was like a handkerchief so he puts it in his pocket and then you know he goes uh and he's like walking to school and he's like going down some stairs and some chick like fucking jumps off the stairs and like hits him like boom like crotch in the face uh like and and you know he pervs her out for no fucking reason like even though he was the victim in that situation uh and then you know he's continuing his walk to school and uh there's another girl who's like running after this garbage robot that like stole her bra um and like you know he ends up with her fucking bra she's like you're a pervert like give me that and then <laughs> he, like he, at this point he's Sorry, like sick what, of this what was shit. the name of this again love flops uh so so at this point he's like sick of this shit so he's like just trying to get to school and um there's like this like 
young uh like very effeminate boy who's being who's like on all fours with like their head in their hands and being fucking viciously humped by a dog <laughs> and they're like help me help me and he's like no i'm done i'm not doing i'm not helping you and they're like please please help me help me <laughs> he's like no and i don't remember what happened but all of a sudden the dog like turns on him and the dog's just like like the it, like has his fucking face on it and then he ends up getting raped by this dog, dude. Like full on. Next like, time you see him, his fuck? pants, his pants are down on his fucking knees, and he's got like tears in his eyes. And the the little boy's like, "Thank you, sorry that this happened." And he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> like he goes to school, and then it turns out that all of these girls are sitting next to him, and they're all new kids in his school. Um, and then like they eventually all uh randomly start confessing their love to him uh of course they do and then they end Why up they, they end up they end up in the same house together uh, and it turns out that it was his dad who like put this whole thing together each one of them uh including the the young boy is a potential like wife slash uh, husband i guess um and i don't want to spoil it uh but it gets really intense like towards the end of the season like everything that you uh not quite jm but everything that you think you know and everything that you think you've experienced is it will change and like in a pretty drastic like wild kind of like fucked up way um and it turns out that it's like not a ridiculous silly goofy dumb harem anime uh it's 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 more it's it's wild i loved it i had a lot of fun with that um and then i watched uh the eminence shadow which uh that one is that one's really cool it's kind of like how do i so so it's an isekai Mm -hmm. uh but the the main character like deliberately jumped in front of a truck to die and go to another <laughs> go to another world um like, and, i have seen uh, how this works <laughs> so well no because he wanted to become a hero so like in his in in real life he was kind of like a dead shot type dude um except he was just like going around and like beating the shit out of like criminals with crowbars okay. um yeah so then he goes he goes to another world and uh he he's it, there's magic there obviously and um he's born into a family of dark knights and he basically like his whole thing is he always wants to pretend to be uh d- yeah it's code guys but laloch is an insane yeah chenny Chini- <laughs> like so so it's it's it is really funny like basically he like he he ends up being super duper fucking good at magic and like he retains all of his karate skills from like back when he was in the other world and stuff Mm -hmm. um but he always wants to play a background character like that's his thing and like be like a hero on the on the other side and like live in the shadows like he's like a very dramatic like larp kind of dude okay um and he ends up like he finds this like essentially like a bag of meat and uh yes he's also a nuclear bomb and it's fucking metal when he does this uh he finds this like bag of meat basically that like uh he's able to turn back into like this elf girl and he basically like bullshits a story to her 
that like there's a there's a cult of the devil and that they're running everything like secretly and you know she buys it hook line and sinker and that it's like his job and her job now to like make sure that they like keep the cult keep eyes on it and like you know do like hit missions on it and stuff like that but it turns out that that's true and he just doesn't know it of course so like he, he keeps rescuing these girls who are like descendants of the hero and stuff like that that are like being used having their like blood oh. taken and stuff to try and resurrect diablo and all this shit and like they all these girls are super serious about the whole thing and they're all like off like doing their own stuff and they're starting businesses and getting money for this foundation and shit and like he doesn't understand throughout the entire season that it's all bullshit like or like that it's all real he thinks it's all bullshit and they're all like playing like a larp game <laughs> and it's it's really fun it's really good actually this this that one was really good uh i liked it quite a bit um then i caught up with uh i caught up with is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon season four mm-hmm. and that show is actually way better than people give it credit for like i i wasn't too into season three season three got like a little annoying um but i think honestly i should have watched the dub because there's a young like girl character in season three that's super obnoxious in the sub but like with the dub she actually has kind of like an adult voice and it's much better but um the show's like it's super violent um it's not it like it's not people like act like it's an etchy show but it's not like there was like one ova that was a little bit like more etchy than anything like that but it's just got some cute girls and like kind of backup chick um who's like his helper she's she's basically like a like she carries the backpack you know so like when they get the materials um like they're all put she's the best like she's so fucking sweet and she's super fucking cute yeah the cat girl um and honestly, I mean, it's just it's a really good fantasy show that's not an isekai that has like a lot of like D&D elements to it. I mean, it's just it's dungeon diving. I do essentially. like D&D elements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's dungeon diving. And there's also like not necessarily guilds. But instead, it's families or that in the show, they call them familia. But um, they're all run by gods. So there's mm. like Artemis and um you know uh loki and it's like gods from like all over the pantheon sure, sure. it's really it's it's really fucking cool honestly like like if you have not watched uh is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon like that is it, it is legitimately a good show for real i definitely like i would do a video on it like i would do a way better than you think video on it for mm. like honestly because it is um then i watched uh reincarnated as a sword which is an isekai that has no there's no point in where he dies in the real world like you just start with him as a sword okay uh and it's really good yeah. <laughs> like that was like i was surprised Surprising, yeah it's like based on it's what it's about <laughs> based on the dumbass fucking name of the show yeah. yeah like you know i saw it and i was like whatever i'll just watch this and i did and um, it's another anime that has really, really good D and D elements mm. to it. Um, but it does, it does kind of have a reincarnated as a slime kind of thing going on. Sure. So like this dude's reincarnated as magic sword. Uh, he like, he doesn't know how it happened and he eventually starts like getting skills and, and 
like magic abilities and stuff like that and he just kind of like spends his day like floating around like killing monsters and stuff and he gets like super duper fucking powerful but all he wants is somebody to wield him um and eventually like he goes really far out uh to start like killing some like more hardcore monsters and he lands in the ground uh but the ground like sucks all the mana out of him so he can't move anymore Mm. but um what happens is like this little cat girl who is a slave like their wagging uh gets like attacked by something Mm -hmm. and all she wants to do is like break out and she ends up like he could talk telepathically so he ends up talking to her and like she picks him up and then she gets out of her slavery and kills a monster and stuff and he's able to like share his skills with her Mm. and she's like i i tweeted about it uh she's like k-on cute girl Mm. like she like like that fucking cute i got you you know but she murders shit like like she like 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 so it's uh, perfect this for one, you because you hate chaos uh, yes i i was like yeah i was like i was like i was like she's so fucking cute and adorable and not there's nothing really creepy going on in the show we finally you know figured I mean? out like, how to make mike watch chaos they just have to start murdering people with their they guitars they just have to start cutting people's fucking <laughs> legs off you know what i mean like so like she's she's super duper fucking cute there's like basically no creepy japanese pervy shit going on on. and uh yeah like it, she fucking straight up like murders people like in the second episode i think she uh this dude like and there's a lot of swearing too there's a lot of like fucking like swears mm-hmm. like i think people call each like whores and bitch and like ass and like like it's it's definitely adult and uh yeah the second episode um when she finally gets like into the guild and like is able to pick her class she goes for like a sword mage or what a battle mage or something like that okay i I don't remember anyway this dude like upper ass essentially like saying that she's you know she's like getting favors from the guild uh for whatever reason she fucking cuts his feet off dude (laughs) without her sword she uses like her new powers and just cuts his fucking feet off and like it's i don't know yeah it's a it's a really good show um and now i've started watching uh akiba made war and i've been waiting for all these shows to to finish uh Mm -hmm. reincarnated or is it wrong to pick up girls in dungeon four and the eminence and shadow they're not done yet they're like longer seasons but all the 12 episodes season ones are done um but you see what Akiba, just fucking sent you dude if you love that read this read this book the god king's legacy and it's a squirrel wow, girl leg- with a <laughs> i dig giant it with a very very bloody sword bloody purple glowy sword <laughs> yeah so so akiva made war is um it is an anime about uh i haven't started watching witch for mercury yet i'm i one of the first videos I'm going to be doing this year is a like how to get into Gundam video. So mm-hmm. after I'm done with like all of the Universal Century stuff, that's when I'm going to probably check out Witch from Mercury because um, like I have heard that it's very good. Uh, but I am very into the the Universal Century now, so it will be. It I think it'll take an adjustment to jump out of that. But yeah, so so Agiba Made War is fucking wild. Um, it is a story that takes place in 1999 in Akihabara about a girl who wants to become like a cafe maid, uh, and it turns out that like all of the maid cafes are essentially like different mafias. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so she like in the first episode she like she's working there she's kind of like having a hard time uh and then she like this guy comes in and starts asking for his money you know essentially like very like gangster type shit Mm -hmm. and uh 
so there's two new girls there's a 35 year old chick who wants to become a maid supposedly and the the cute like 17 year old i like eyes bright and everything um they get this letter to deliver to another maid cafe um so they go there and they give the girl the letter and the letter is something like fuck you you stupid bunny ear bitches like you're going down <laughs> or your bunny antenna bitches you're going down and the the girl's like what you know and then like the fucking like all the all the girls from the bunny cafe like pull out knives and shit like that and then the 35 year old maid that goes that's new in the um they, they they're in a pig made cafe so okay. they're pig girls fucking pulls out a paper bag and just blam just shoots a, just blows a fucking hole in the bunny ear girl's oh head God. right and it, you're just like you're like whoa what the fuck and then the bunny it like and it splurts all this blood like over the innocent girl and and you think it's gonna be this like really like metal fucking scene all of a sudden and, but this girl falls over like the girl got shot in the head falls over and the the cute girl is all shocked but then more blood just keeps squirting on her so she's like standing there she's like oh 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 uh, and it's like and stops and then she's like uh, and then it's like more stuff. it's fucking funny and then so all the other maids like take out guns and then they're all in the street and it turns into like a music video and this fucking older maid what? is just like literally just like blowing them all away she's like she's like john wicking them and shit dude <laughs> she's just like they're like it has them like all in a row and she's like shooting them to the beat of the fucking song dude that that the anime goes fucking hard all of these are on That's high dive nuts. i yeah i highly recommend checking them out uh, like high dive is killing it with the content right now and they're exclusives i believe as well so highly recommend um i think eminence the eminence in shadow is probably the best out of all of those so far um reincarnated as a sword would be a good second uh there's a fucking ton of is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon so like if you have time and you want to watch something longer that's a good one and then akiba made war is just that's just a fucking fun show i haven't i haven't watched all of it yet but there there we go let's talk about video games hell yeah <laughs> Um, have you been playing anything new? Uh, I wouldn't say new necessarily. I still haven't finished golf, uh, or not golf, but sports story, because I kind of, I didn't give up on it, but I just got busy doing other shit, because we've been busy lately. I'll probably mm -hmm. finish it up soon, and then uh, I've actually like I've been playing. Wait, what? Uh, sports story. Sports story. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're actually gonna finish. I'm it. gonna finish it. I I paid money for it. I'm gonna finish that oh, shit. Oh boy. Uh, and I uh I've recently been playing Divinity Original Sin two again, but with uh Ryan and Toby and our friend Bauer uh in San Diego. So all four of us are playing a new campaign. Oh, together. cool. Because I haven't ever beaten that game. Bauer hasn't ever beaten that game, and then Ryan and Toby have never played it before. So oh, okay. we're playing a whole new uh, campaign where we're like we're, we're we're going through it right now. And our <laughs> for considering me, Ryan, and Toby all play D and D together, our party composition is absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Jam says he got a PS Five, dude. Yeah, he did. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We're playing on PC. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, we we've uh, we have two rogues, which is never a good start. Yep. And then I'm playing our like healer support class, which is uh, Hydra Fist and uh, Arrow Thurge right now. Okay, Hi- Hydra. It's, it's like Water Mage and like Lightning slash Air Mage, right? Okay, which completely contrasts with what Bauer is doing because he's playing a Fire and Earth <laughs> Mage. Okay, so if he uses fire, I'm gonna put it out with water, and if I use water, he's gonna unfreeze people with fire, and if he uses, like, all of his ground moves, my air spells don't do as much damage, or vice versa, so our entire party is fucked, uh, and we can't (laughs) respec until we beat the final boss of this level, or of this area, so we've we've really done fucked ourselves for, for a minute. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. You guys got you guys got to get on Final Fantasy fourteen. I need to get I need to get like a real party together in Final Fantasy fourteen because I haven't been playing lately. Because I mean I I put in like seventy five hours like really fucking quick or like even more a, than that. I don't want to pay for a monthly thing. It you don't even notice it. You know what I mean? It's I'm like gonna the same notice deal with it. Like, I'm gonna be mad. Same, I mean, well, you can stop paying for Funimation. No, wait, I paid for our Funimation. You paid for Funimation. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I have to stop paying for Funimation because there's no... Everybody stop paying for Funimation. Yeah, you have Crunchyroll. It's all on Crunchyroll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I keep... Like, I noticed this month that I got a bill for fucking Funimation. I was like, what the fuck? Why are you charging me? You're just Crunchyroll now. Like, what the hell? Uh <laughs> Yeah, there there is a bunch of uh, patrons that play Final Fantasy fourteen uh, game on show, but the problem is is that we're all in different worlds, um, so getting together is difficult. Like, I would like to have like more people in uh, Cactuar with me. That would that would be cool. There's a free um, uh, trial for Final Fantasy fourteen that caps you at level sixty. Yeah, but JM, here's the, the, I'm not worried that I'm gonna like it. I'm worried. I'm not worried that I'm not gonna like it. I'm worried that I am gonna like it and I'm gonna pay for it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, what, so... What's happening right now is it's the fucking 16th, and I think Fire Emblem comes out in five days or something. That's what... Are you going to play that one? Fuck yeah, I'm going to play it. I see. What do you think of the new character design, the main character? fucking dog shit. They look Really? Awful. Everybody hates it so much? I don't hate it that much. They like, look Fire Emblem's always awful. been Fire Emblem has always been, like... Or anime as fuck. I mean, it definitely got worse after Fates. Or, yeah, I think it was Fates. Right, Devin? Was it Fire Emblem? What was the one with Krom? Because, uh, like, once you're able to, like, have the, like, relationships and, like, fuck like that. Awakening. 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 Yeah, once you're able to, like, fuck in that game, uh, like, that's when the weebs really... That's when the American <laughs> weebs hit it hard, dude. Like, I in the punk... we. If you haven't watched our, our our punk rock cartoons video, I really did break down how um, the the Western uh, the Western uh, like audience market for anime has really um, <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing, right? Uh, We're, we we've just really fucked it up quite a bit. Fire um, Emblem with, our, with our tastes comes out January twentieth, so four days, right? Nice. And then on top of that, Octopath Traveler 2 comes out February 24th. See, so I'm not excited about either of those games, so I'm good. A month from now. I want to play... I really liked Three Houses, 
So I'm going to play the next Fire Emblem game. And I expect <laughs> it's going to take me until when Octopath Traveler 2 comes out to beat it. Because it's fucking huge. Because it's... That's a, fair. Because it's a Fire Emblem game. So I have, like, my next two fucking to three months booked between those two games and Divinity playing with the guys. It shouldn't take you that long to beat Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem's like a 40-hour like a... game. No. I, was, I guess it depends on if you do every single campaign or if you're playing with permadeath. Well, I do play with permadeath. You, yeah, if you play with permadeath, you're fucked because you have to do every campaign like 10 fucking times to make it through with your your characters. Uh, I mean, it, it, they're just long games. They're just, you know, they're still fucking whatever is they're they're jared you gotta get a you gotta get a 3ds dude fire emblem awakening is so i mean i i i I could just you know torrent it i don't know i I, mean there's something i mean even if you just got a 2ds like the 2ds is a real sexy now you know they had those play it i'm never gonna use why would you i don't think i don't think you i mean look at can you see all my my 3ds games over there i do but i don't collect games like you do what do you mean? You can download them. No, you can't anymore. Actually, the shop is closed. Yeah, you'd have to buy all the games mm-hmm. physically. Yeah, even still, the shop wasn't that good on the 3DS, but whatever. Yeah, but um, I, I totally agree, Lamaji. Permadeath is the way to go. It makes the game more challenging and more interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, we're going we're gonna to talk about God of War now, so if anybody oh, hasn't oh, played God of War... I finished God of War, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. Same. I beat the ever loving fuck out of that game. Oh, so I you didn't did, do like, all, the, all tri- the end game stuff, or I didn't do all, I didn't do the trials because I don't care. I don't. You care know either. what I mean? That's the I also that's don't the only give a thing fuck about the trials. Yeah, which sucks because like like I I, I did the f- trials in the first one. I I believe so I almost platinum the first one. You did the the like extra shit where you have to like go to like the ten sites or whatever of everything that. Yeah, fell. yeah I, I did that before I finished the game. Yeah. What? I did that before the last boss. And stuff like that. But guys, uh, if you haven't played God of War Ragnarok or uh, anything like that, there are going to be spoilers. So, you know, just that's that's the way it is. Like, this is the last thing we're talking about. So just, you know, be be warned. You're warned. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, God of War uh, Ragnarok. Like, it's so I, I've been going back through and watching the original God of War, basically just like all the cutscenes and the mm-hmm. conversations and stuff like that and trying to like there was definitely more um bigger cutscenes and or not cutscenes but like big boss encounters like that's what god of war has always been about mm-hmm. huge like theatrical boss encounters um and and ragnarok didn't really have that um quite as much you know that like there was there I was i uh, really like the bosses that it had though yeah for sure and it, it actually had more variety in in the enemies that um than the than the first one did because the mm-hmm. first one it was a lot of trolls and it yep. was a lot of ogres and and shit like this. This one had a much more en- enemies and the combat was definitely more varied and mm-hmm. you get the fucking spear eventually. That's really cool. The spear's fucking um, cool. Yeah. And and like the the world was so much bigger. The fact that you could go to all the realms, but like what I think, like this one was interesting. Um, like there's something about Kratos. Like he like looked. He looked older than he did yeah, in, the, in yeah. the first one. And I think like, that was super subtly, purposeful. Yeah, he there, subtly looked older. There are scenes in that fucking game where I was like, you could feel the age on him. 
and how tired he is and uh how it's like he just wants to be done and that was so well there there's like a scene where i can't remember where trace is he's either in like the ironwood or he's in asgard Mm -hmm. uh but uh kratos gets back to sindri's house and he goes to his room after like leaving mimir on like the table outside which he normally brings him into the room with him you know yeah yeah oh yeah this scene he just like drops his fucking blades he just drops like the axe on the fucking table and he just Mm -hmm. sits down and you just get this profile and he looks like an old man yeah and he you can just feel how much he misses his wife and how mm-hmm. upset he is and how tired he is. And I was like, a game has not made me feel this way in a really long time. This is really yeah, I well portrayed. I don't think a game has like ever made me feel quite like uh, God of War and God of War Ragnarok. Like there is there is so much. I mean, so so it's not going to be for everybody. Um, the 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 God of War games are definitely. Um, you know it's a father son kind of thing mm-hmm. uh for sure yeah. like and and i think that i think that um obviously like like women will be able to relate uh it, also i think that like if i was a parent i think that those games would definitely hit me in a different way as well mm-hmm. um but it, it it is the especially god of war 2 cuz the first one is like um kind of kratos like dealing with like being guilty about having a kid and well he doesn't um, know how to parent he doesn't know how to deal with a trail he doesn't have that soft side and he sort of has to like figure out how to be a good father by himself well he also like he didn't want to necessarily have a kid because he uh, is a god and like they have a conversation in the first game about how like him and freya have a conversation about how like uh uh atreus is cursed you know like that's mm-hmm. how like kratos thought about it um and kratos at that point didn't even know that freya was a giant he doesn't learn that freya is a giant until the last scene of the first well, game wait, you don't mean freya uh not freya sorry uh fey fey yeah fey. Yeah, or Lafay or uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, he doesn't learn that. Atreus is she's mom. a giant. <laughs> yeah, Atreus is mom. So like, he and, and there. Remember the part in God of War one where like Atreus finds out that he's a god finally, yeah. and like they have like a little bit of bonding. But then Atreus turns into a little fucking shithead. Yep, yep. And he's like, he's like, we're gods. Like we can do we whatever can do we anything. want. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, and he's like, that's that's actually how he gets Sindri and Brock back together because Sindri is like complaining about you know Brock, and he's like, he's like, I'm so fucking sick of hearing about your little, or hearing you little people with your little problems. You know, we have like bitter things. You know, and he like mm-hmm. upsets fucking. Yeah. So so anyway. So like God of God of War two, and like I like I don't even know where to start beginning to like talk about the game. I'll just say for me, I think it's better than the first one. Yeah. I yeah yeah. I mean, just the fact that you can go to all the different realms and I I think the story is phenomenal. I I think that the combat is better and more varied, like you said, and it's really fun. Like I never got tired of the combat. You know, and, yeah. and that's no, yeah. good. That's really good for a game like that. Hmm. Um. So there's there's no uh there's no retcon wife. His he just got a second wife. Um. When he left for uh Midgard, mm. but um. 
yeah it was it was like this one uh with like dealing with freya who uh, you know had lost balder in the first one and like how how difficult that was for her um it like because i mean freya in particular like if you look into the north norse myths and stuff like that what happened was is that like balder was like this beautiful amazing god everybody loved balder more than anything else everybody loved balder and she was told that balder was gonna die like unnecessarily so what she did she went around to everything in the world and you know was like do you love balder if you love balder like you can't hurt him and she forgot one thing which was the little mistletoe Mm -hmm. so loki ended up uh giving balder's blind brother like people used to throw things at balder that was that was they they, it was fun for the gods to throw things at balder because it couldn't hurt him Mm -hmm. and he thought it was hilarious too so everybody would just throw things at balder and one of these throwing things at balder parties um loki (laughs) loki fucking uh gave um balder's blind brother an arrow made out of mistletoe and this guy shot balder with the arrow and balder died so like there is that kind of like thing but what the god of war people did was they made the baller not being able to in his invulnerability make it so he couldn't feel anything right and it drove him fucking crazy and then you get this drama with his mom and stuff and like you know having freya come back um having freya be a playable character like i loved her in the first game she like her arc was really well done in this mm-hmm. um and the idea of like kratos being able to let go of his son and really finally trust his son and like kind of like open up to him and like over time and stuff like that and like uh knowing that he just like he can't protect him forever like there's just there's so much did you did you know that sung wong cho is a voice of ratatoskr <laughs> no that's great though <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's some that's someone show yeah like all he did all the squirrels that's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, fucking the squirrels are so character. funny <laughs> yeah yeah um also real the real mm, in norse mythology yeah. the only the only thing that they didn't put in yggdrasil was the uh eagle that's on top of the tree uh, i don't know why they, mm. they maybe they just didn't care um the whole Brock and Sindri thing was really cool. Uh, how, uh, I mean, dude, just the forging of the spear was so fucking cool with the mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Kelpie and, and the, the Norse fates and like, man, like all that stuff was so fucking dope. Like, um, and then the end, like the end was really interesting where like, there was, there's just these points in the, in the game where like Kratos, like fucking like his lips are quivering. You know what I mean? Like the it, performances all, were so the good. The performances were so good in that game and like i don't think i felt for a gaming for a game character as much as i felt for kratos in this game maybe ever like i don't it was emotional it was intense i thought i was oh yeah i cried cried. yeah like yeah yeah, Yeah. it it really drove home that storyline perfectly and yeah you know it's crazy that that game didn't win game of the year because Elden Ring came out this year. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, year. I mean, as like Elden Ring is, I think Elden Ring just won because it's so fun. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. I because totally it was agree. so like, I, like, but like, as I, this game, game could have won an Oscar. Yeah, you know, like, like as a game, I played through Elden Ring three times. I had so much fun in that game, and it didn't make me feel anything like what I felt for God of War. Yeah. 
the effect of the God of War, which is so crazy because God of War originally came out like it was such a douche game. Mm-hmm. Like and and the people who were making it were such douchebags. Like <laughs> like it, it, you know what I mean? They were like '90s guys. They had like the yeah, fucking yeah. hoop, the hoop earrings, and they're like, "Yeah, this game is about kicking ass and blood and guts and like being a badass and like fuck this and fuck that." And they all just matured so much, and like Kratos fucking matured so much, and like that last scene where. Uh, you know, Loki goes off to do his own thing or mm-hmm. Atreus goes off to do his own thing and Kratos looks at the back of the of the uh there's these boards that like tell the they're, they're kind of like prophecies board, and it yeah. shows it shows his story. It shows him leaving Greece. So that was the mm-hmm. inter- that was one of the interesting parts. Like if you look at it really closely, uh it shows like Athens and stuff like that. And he sailed to Midgar somehow or Midgard. Um and then meeting, you know, his wife and then doing the things. And the last panel is him actually being like appreciated as a god. Mm-hmm. You know, because like he like he was worshipped in Sparta um but like only for a small amount of time. And that was before the other gods destroyed all the Spartans. Um but yeah, like fi- like that great like Kratos could become a god of peace and and yeah, he can that become was, a god that people appreciate and worship and, and want, you know, mm-hmm. to represent them. And that's something it's, like at the end of the game where it's like it's a path that I hadn't seen for myself. Yeah, yeah, it was oh man, it was dude. So have you gone to um? Hell, not Helheim, yeah, Niflheim. Have you gone back to Niflheim yet and done the, uh, done the, um, prison, like the little prison side thing? It's a, it's a post game thing. Probably not then. The only thing okay, I did, so, uh, at the end of the afterwards was Brock's thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I also, the Brock's thing. Yeah. Dude, Sindri being upset makes me upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he doesn't come back, by the way. So I'm not surprised. Like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't come back. Um, but uh, yeah, so so there's this thing that happens at the prison. You you find a prisoner, um, and it's not really like it's uh, like you don't get anything for doing it other than like interactions with this guy. Mm-hmm. Like he, he'll show up in each one of the each one of the you know realms and shit like that. Um, but what's really interesting is that in each one of the realms, he's doing different poses. Um, and the God of war guys, they kind of let it slip that the poses and like what he's doing and stuff are talking or are basically like hinting at where the next game is going to take place because Mm -hmm. the Norse part is over. They're done done with that. Yeah. So, um, I think they're going to either like China or Japan. Um, cause this guy's doing awesome. a lot of meditating. He's doing like Tai Chi shit and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to be, uh, Egypt, mm. which also would have been pretty cool. Yeah, you know? definitely. But I think Assassin's Creed has done it though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, they could so do it better, I, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're go- I think he's going to Japan. God. So that's sick. And I'm stoked yeah, for that. Yeah. And like honestly, like the, the, these yeah, I also love like North mythology in general. It's mm-hmm. so interesting. And holy fuck, Odin in that game 
who's such a mobster, he dude. He was so he was so well done. Like, oh my yeah. god, was he well done? Yeah. I mean, when he first comes in to to Kratos's house, and he's like, he's like, so you know, like he's like, like he like sits down, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, way. You want some peace? Eh, we're gonna do some peace here. We're gonna we're gonna fight. You know, who? What do you want to do? Yeah, and like <laughs> Thor's there, kind of has the muscle and shit. He's like, yeah. we're gonna strike a deal. We're gonna do a thing. And then like even like after they He's leave, like, um, I'll make you a deal. My ex-wife, I'll get her off your back. Yeah, I'll yeah, deal exactly. with yeah. Only a whack a guy, whack off a guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and and then even leaving the coin at the end, mm-hmm. you know, uh, here you go, you can clean up your house. By the way, that coin, the door. Uh, that coin, when Kratos tosses it like that, mm-hmm. it comes back later in the game. Like you, you can you can actually find that coin, and there's like a small interaction that happens in post game uh, with a character who's like trying to dig it out. That's fucking god. That game is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can find uh you can find a couple characters in the post game. You can find Thrude um and Seif and like a like a, b- a bunch of other people and stuff. I like I, that. I did go um, to like uh the Ironwood and I saw uh or Jotunheim or whatever. Angriboda. Yeah, Angriboda and Seif or not Seif, but uh uh, uh Fenrir. Fenrir. Yeah. Yes, 50 hours into the game you can pet the dog. <laughs> 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 one time you only get one time too because i went to try and pet him again you only get it once um oh God. yeah that was that was funny uh i also i got all the crows damn um, so nice yeah so I got I, you, get a, you get a secret boss for getting all the crows um, oh really which is pretty cool yeah yeah um i also i killed all the dragons um including uh so in in midgard uh, behind an iceberg, like a block of ice, if you throw the spear at it and blow it up, there is a dead uh, dwarf, and he's got this thing. Uh, it's like a amulet, and when you put it on, you use it in front of those um, the troll statues. It wakes up the trolls, and oh. you can fight the trolls. Yeah, cool. yeah. So, but there's also a dragon in stone on the beach in uh, Svartalheim. Mm. I don't know. Do you remember that? Like Freya points it out. She's like, "Oh, look at that. That's you know that dragon. Like, it's a good thing it's in stone. It's it's by the uh, the dwarf hammer. Like you have to you have to get the thing that's underneath the hammer for uh, might be a side quest uh, for it for the vaguely familiar. Anyway, you can wake up the dragon too. You can fight that dragon. That's cool. The dragon um, fights were yeah. fun. I really like the dragon fights. Yeah, they were good. Uh, the first one I did like really fucked me up. It was the one in um. Alfheim, uh, behind the wall, and just comes like barreling out of the mm-hmm. wall. Yeah, the yeah, Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that one. Yeah. That one fucked me up yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just like wasn't strong enough. But man, like I don't know, dude. That like that game was great. The the Boda thing too. Uh, did you did you put together that um uh fucking Atreus created uh the fucking the, the snake. Wait, what do the, you mean? The, the world snake? What's the name of the world snake? Uh, fuck. Um, I can't remember either. It's not Nidhogg. No, Nidhogg's a dragon. Yeah. Uh, Dude, when you when we killed... Not Lafine. Yggdrasil's a tree. Jorgamund. Jorg- yeah, Jorg- or, or Jormungand. Jormungand. Yeah. Yeah. Jormungand. yeah. Look, uh, fucking Atreus created him. So remember when they were in Jotunheim and fucking... Uh, 
he put this he put the giant soul into the giant fucking snake yeah and then later uh angry boat is like oh he keeps getting bigger oh right and then, like, and then at the yeah, end the, there's the, the time during the like fight they're like oh it's yeah, yeah. again but he looks different yeah yeah, well, yeah no yeah. time to think about it now like that yeah yeah fuck turns it yeah so so what's interesting is that in norse mythology um loki did like marry and like bang an actual goddess but he uh married angerboda as well and they their kids were fenrir um jormungand and uh hell so that was like one of the weird things in the game is that they never brought hell into it but they do talk about um the crow like wanting to be done like somewhere at the end i don't remember Mm. but like the 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 crow wants to be done wants to be replaced so i don't really know what they're going to do i don't know how they're going to transition from this norse like story yeah, into the next the story like i have no idea how they're going to do it but um but i'm excited yeah, like, for it, it. like he made but the way that they like did this like let's yeah, go the the way that they did loki's kids by putting you know the giant souls into uh yeah, into like you know whatever like into Fenrir and into the snake like that's kind of like the way of them um Loki is the mother of Odin's horse the one with eight legs can't remember the name of it and Norse, Norse mythology is dope I actually yeah. <laughs> do you remember the Animorphs yeah so after the Animorphs K Applegate uh did a very similar uh book series um as far as like having like five teenagers in it uh but in the book series they kept going to um different like mythologies mm. so like the first couple ones they were in the norse thing they had to like deal with Fen- fenrir and then they did like aztec uh shit like that like that's the first time i heard of like hootsacottle and shit like all okay. that crazy stuff was there there because like i don't know man animorphs go hard though like animorphs <laughs> go super hard like they 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 do not fuck around. Anyway, um, any other video games, Ty? Before we nah. close this out, I'm I'm like ten minutes away from being done with uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core Reunion. That was fun. You know, it's just a fun thing. Um, as far as streaming, um, if you're new here, make sure that you follow. I'm gonna be streaming a lot more this month. This is Patreon month. It gives me a good way to hang out with the patrons. Um, I just bought a new capture card in order to stream the PS5, so I'm and planning on doing. Fu- <laughs> it's working perfectly. Um, so you know, knock on wood, capture cards tend to be a little finicky, but uh, I'm planning on doing a Final Fantasy VII remake integrade playthrough because uh, i love i love that game and i haven't done any of the integrate stuff um it'll look gorgeous because it's on the ps5 and it's the upgraded one um and then i was thinking about doing a final fantasy 15 playthrough but we'll see about that and of course i have to finish up super mario world and uh donkey kong country i'm gonna have my revenge i will have oh, my yeah. revenge on Sober donkey kong, kong country yeah Sober kong <laughs> <laughs> silver cog um but yeah so uh that'll that'll be awesome um and we'll be able to hang out a lot and you know i do a lot of chatting while i play and stuff like that and i'm sure tyler and i can come up with some games to play together as well totally yeah um and play some rocket league so we can totally play some rocket league i'm down and uh this fucking week we're watching dark cat 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in the Patreon, um, we're watching Dark Cat. You're definitely gonna want to be at that viewing party. That's like a that's a Patreon mainstay. If you're not in the Patreon, get in the Patreon and watch Dark Cat with us, dude. <laughs> even even Bronte likes Dark Cat. That movie is horrible. <laughs> Everything is a penis is, in that it fucking is a movie. Special movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um so it's it's going to be great. Uh, I can't believe yeah, that part of Dark Cat got stayed monetized. <laughs> I literally uploaded just that part. I know. To make sure that like nothing could fucking nothing could like It got demonetized when you uploaded that part. No. Yeah. What are you talking about? On the you uploaded it on the Patreon one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh if you go to uh the bonsai pot patreon and you look it shows uh do do uh yeah Dude, dc get... test 18 plus only this video is age restricted <laughs> what the fuck yeah i wonder why what do you That's mean not, why like it's not it's not obviously a penis <laughs> penises <laughs> don't like how does the it's how does not the obviously a penis how does how does the algorithm fucking know that that was like a penis? Like what the fuck? It just looks like a you know. I mean, if it's I was very a computer program, a diseased mouth dick, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah. punk rock cartoons yeah, doesn't get demonetized. Yeah, it got like in like immediately, dude. <laughs> Weird. I can't I believe to... you kept that in. <laughs> oh. Well, whatever. Just don't tell. Don't tell YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, the video's still fine. It must be because it's later. Yeah, that's exactly why. You know how you know that shit's fucking so fucking weird. Um, yeah, Devin tried to get me to put your face on the penis. I mean, that would <laughs> but have been I wanted. Funny. I really, you I really wanted, wanted to show to see it. it. Yeah, yeah, I really <laughs> wanted people to see it. Um, but yeah. So anyway, guys, that is we're we're nearing the end of the podcast here. So as always, um, Patreon is what keeps us going. Uh, Twitch, we do this live Mondays, 2 p.m. We may change the time. I think we gotta. I think we gotta talk about that just because I don't. It's hard for people to make it during this time. You know what I mean? Or maybe we can like switch up the times. One week we'll do it earlier, well, like we, this. We One week we'll do it later. Out. We should try it later. Try it earlier. See what works. See what doesn't. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, yeah. So Patreon, um, Gamer Subs. We have a uh, we have a sponsorship with them now. So if you use the code, it's code BPOP, right? Mm-hmm. Code BPOP. Get yourself some fucking Gamer Subs. It's good stuff. It's a lot better for you get than the other mango. competing brands. Yeah. Get the uh, mango. I also I like the uh, well, the mango, the melon is good. The mango, um, the melon. If you like dark cherry, the dark cherry is really fucking good. If you're looking for energy stuff, I definitely recommend the uh, Guacamole Fart 9000. Oh, yeah. Guacamole Gamer Fart 9000 is real good. Yeah. Um, and they also have waifu cups, but they also, like, you know, they have, they have some stuff cool that looks like cups. this. These are cool. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you can take to work, you know what I mean? You're yeah. going to be able to take your waifu cup to work, depending. Well, depends on you where you work. I got one over here. Boom. Yeah, I have that. I have that one as well. But yeah, so um, they're, you know, they're a good company. They, they gave us a pretty good deal. Um, and honestly, and, like, they're way better than certain other brands that we've worked with in the past in terms of taste, yeah. like... Taste and health-wise health as wise, well. Yeah. Um, like, there is some there is some sketchy shit we found out about the last uh, guys that we worked with, which is why we didn't... Partially why we didn't go back to them, so... Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a good good company, so B-Pop, 
delicious drinks. Check that out. And as always, youtube.com slash bonsai pop for the main content, though I am thinking about just uploading our voiceovers or my voiceover with the music and everything to the podcast platform. Um, so that may be a thing that's happening soon. So, I mean, there are people that only listen to the podcast. They don't know what we do normally. Um, so I think it would be interesting. Um, and you know, potentially just like leaving content on the table. Like, well, why not use it? We can try it. See if it works. Yeah. So that's it. If you're interested, uh, want to help out the show, rate it five stars, leave us a review or don't, you know, rate it one star and say that we say fucking poop and naughty words too much to talk about aliens when it's supposed to be an anime podcast but yeah. you know what it who would, cares it wouldn't be the bonsai podcast <laughs> if we didn't do that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly anyway guys we will see you uh next week same time same place thank you so much for watching thank you for listening and have a good one goodbye bye everyone <laughs>